The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Okay, gentlemen. Let's make records. Okay. Just um, hmm? a small mistake there on where it said, oh, last night. I said, um, where were you last night? There we go. It's Keith Moon there, who died 40 years ago. Today, your memories of Keith Moon, please. 03444991000. Can you name a better drummer than uh, Keith Moon? I, I, um, I don't think so. Philip Collins? <laughs> no, man! Um, and also... Karen Carpenter. I have an idea for a feature. I've got the title for a feature, but I don't really know where to take it. It's called Desert Island Dicks. Um, and basically, th- like, there's, there's two ways I can see it going, dear listener, but if you can think of a way of it going better... What are you fiddling with down there Nothing. between your legs? What have you got down there? What are you twiddling away? What's happening? What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing! 
You're flicking away with something. I am not. Something's going on down there. Now it's going on. Um, if the, it's either you take you, you have to pick three detectives that you would take, or three people that you wouldn't mind killing and eating. No, no, or three people to that you would take to a desert island to hump. Let's do the detectives first, okay? I would take um, Colombo. I would take Bergerac because he's got experience of dealing with islands. And I would take... Well, I, well, I wouldn't take... Um, who's the fella in the wheelchair? I'm not going to take him. Ironside. Ironside I'm no. not taking Ironside. Um, Why? It's, 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 no it's good a, on sand. It's a desert island. I don't know if you've ever pushed a wheelchair on a desert island. It's a faff. It really is a faff. You'd have to construct construct ramps decking so i'm i'm sorry no it, you know i'm all for equal rights um of course i'm for equal rights for for people of, of all abilities and dis but um apart from that idiot that writes for that stupid online d- d- bum rag where <laughs> some idiot writes for this stupid online bum rag. i don't know what a, i don't know what a bum rag is it's not very nice but um writing rubbish about me anyway saying that i bullied a, someone with cerebral palsy <laughs> Anyway, he means him because he corrected him for writing nonsense. Anyway, here's the thing. Let's let's not just tonight's show. I really don't want to go. Could you write me a do not swear? Uh, could you write me a do not swear post it and a be be kind post it, please? All right. Can I have I, a pen then, or am I doing it in blood? All right, mate. That yes. kind of is counter. You can't have my Muji pen, but you can have that. So that's my Muji pen. Please, this tone is seven minutes in, and already you're really riling the listeners well, you've up. You've accused me of twiddling with you're yourself. A, you're really winding the listeners up. Really getting them angry. Let's. What is it, Sydney? Hello, Sydney. Oh, hello. Is is Catherine getting on your nerves tonight already? No, not at all. Right, no, right, thank, right, you. right. thank you, Alan. Yes, Ian. Is Catherine getting on your nerves a bit tonight? Oh, I'm afraid she's dropped the ball at the start of the show. There we go. Well, let's just try Sydney again. Sydney, you've had a bit of a time to rethink. Is Catherine getting on your nerves tonight, Sydney? No. Right, okay, Sydney. So I wouldn't take um, Ironside. I would not bring a disabled detective to a desert island with me. Don't be a dick. That's just right one that says be nice, please. That is be nice. No, it's not. Um, so I would take... I'd take Colombo, and I would take Bergerac, and I would take... Um, oh, I... Here we go. Name a lady detective. There aren't any yeah, ladies. Yeah, there are loads. There, there's none. Jessica Fletcher. Right, she wrote. Right, stop there. Miss Marple. No, st- no, no, stop there. We'll do these one at a time. Jessica Fletcher isn't a detective. She she's is. she's a, an authoress. Yeah, but she turns detective. No, she's not. She's not a detective. She's an authoress. All she's right. a nosy writer. Jane Tennyson. Who? Silent Witness. No, so not Silent Witness. She's, uh, you know... Um... You don't even know. Yeah, I do. And you're a woman. Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren's an actor. No, she is Jane Tennyson. Right? Can we? Can we? Can we just just check with Sydney? Because something about what Sydney, something Sydney said really got me angry. Sydney, Jack me and Lacey. Right? Yeah. She's getting on my nerves. Sydney's getting on my nerves. They're not detectives. They're cops. They're cop. They're not detectives, Sydney. They're cops. They're coppers in disguise, which makes them detectives. You're getting on my nerves, Sydney. Getting on my nerves. I think she's fabulous. Okay. You're, and you, you are getting on my nerves. With the, it's not even ten minutes into the show. This, this, uh, this um, uh, subordination. Subordination. You're doing subordination. Subordination. You're doing. You're being subordinative. 
do me good, as Keith Moon said. No, I certainly won't. Um, well, Sydney can wait, actually. No, she called him first. She can wait. I'll go to Alan Caddick, actually, because I'd prefer Alan's tone. Good evening, Alan. Hiya, Mark. Hello, what have you got for us tonight, please, oh, mate? I'll give you my three detectives. Okay, so this is Desert Island Dicks. So this is the, th- if you were to take three detectives, then we're going to play the version where it's if you had to take three male lovers to the island, okay? So uh, let's start, my, 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 let's start with the detectives. Who would your three detectives be? Hercule Poirot. Oh! Oh, no, he's annoying. Well, which one? Suchet or Branner? Have to be David Suchet. Of course it would, because Branner is a numpty. David Suchet, to me, was Poirot. What about Eustonoff? It doesn't count. It wasn't he Poirot. We're going by TV series, Kath. Yeah, we're talking about TV series. Oh, Kath. sorry, guys. Yeah, like, it's all right. It's, all right. It's, kind of, it's kind of... You're right. It's quite an involved game, Catherine. It's, it's a little bit much to grasp. But if, so, if someone could phone... Oh, three, four, four. It takes a dick to know what... I'm going to ignore that. 0344 499 1000. Could someone phone up and explain the rules of Desert Island Dicks to Catherine, please? Because I've, I've lost, I've lost patience here. I haven't got, I'm, I'm a busy guy and I just don't have the time. But, but you, you, um, you slack jaws losers listening to this, you probably have. You don't have jobs and you're, um, you're drinking heavily. So. Can I refer you to Post It 3? Be nice to the idiots. Okay. So, Alan, so we've got, we've got, um, Suchet's Poirot. Jim Bergerac. Jim Bergerac, yep, okay, because he knows islands. And Ken Boone. Boone. Well, Boone wasn't a detective, mate. Boone was just a... a he was a private dick. He was, a, he, he was an ex-farmer who ran a detective agency. Yeah, exactly. He, well, did he run his... I thought he was a handyman. No, he won his own detective agency. Where has Sydney gone? Get Sydney back. What is going on with people? Honestly, right, the abuse I've had to suffer on Twitter from this Able to UK website and um, idiots that the, r- rang this... Sh- what, what, wait, the, did you see the abuse we were getting last night, Alan, from a, f- a former caller to this show? I heard about it. We got abuse online. Someone saying that Catherine should put her tongue up my bum hole? Oh, my God. Don't well, bring my tongue into this. Well, hang on a second. Let's Let's not... Let's not rule it out. Or into that. Let's not rule it out. Where's what si- Mr. Hang on a minute. Say? Be quiet. Get on the microphone, Sam. I'm really starting to lose my temper now. Where is Sid? Where Where has Sydney gone? I don't know. It's going to voicemail. <gasps> Maybe she's been murdered. Maybe she's tired of you. Maybe she bottled it. Maybe she bottled it. Actually, maybe she realised that um, Kath was being annoying, uh, but she just wasn't big enough. You weren't big enough, Sydney, to admit your uh, your heinous mistake. Heinous! How dare you! <laughs> if she was on YouTube, she'd be timed out. Right. So we've got Bergerac. <coughs> Poirot, and who? Ke- Ken and Ken Hom, the Chinese detective. No, Ken Boone. Ken Boone. Ha- Michael Elphick. Michael, oh, you got, got to be sorry for Michael Elphick, haven't you? Yeah. Got to be sorry for, for, for old Boone. He had, he had a, 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 a boozy, was he a boozer? I don't know, actually. I'm thinking of Tosh Lyons. That was in the boot, but he was a copper. Yeah, 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 but he was a, he was a, he died of alcoholic, um, beverages, didn't he? Yeah, well, I think that was Jim Carver. No, no, Tosh Lyons did. No, Jim Carver had a drink problem. What, the, the actor or the character? The character. I'm talking about the real man, Tosh Lyons. Was he a real man? Was that his name in real life? No, that was his character name. Tosh Lyons Kath was is, character Kath is name. telling me it went up the wrong hole. Okay. Right. Cab, make it unusual. Google the actor's real name for Tosh Lyons. Do what Caddick says. Up yours. Wow. Oi! 
That's on me, Miss Boyle. It's like she's developed a will of her own or something. Have you been reading those feminist pamphlets? Yes. We're in trouble tonight, Alan. Oh, boy. I'm going to cut you off now. Thank you. There we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh, we didn't do if he had to take male lovers. Sydney's calling back in. Yeah, what's what's wrong? You've got. Have you called back hello? in? Have you, yeah, hello. Have you have you called back in to apologise? Am I on here? Yes, you are. So you better think oh, very very Jesus. carefully <laughs> about what. I'm absolutely comes... not apologising. No, you... absolutely not to apologise. I phoned back just to say, you to be it. fair, yeah. I only phoned in to say, Keith Moon, great guy, but an insufferable twat if you have to, <laughs> you know, surely. That's he, all I phoned up to say. Do you know what? You're right. Then, I've, you often, know, I've often said yeah. this. I've often said this. People go, oh, Keith Moon was great fun. Do you know what? I bet he was an absolute nightmare to be around. An absolute... Absolutely. You read about him mm-hmm. driving a car into a, a Rolls Royce into a swimming pool, going up, you know, 15th floors and climbing out a hotel window. So... Flip in it, mate. Give it a rest, Mooney. And do you ever imagine being in a hotel room with him when he's slinging things out of the yeah. window? And how awful that would actually well, one be of, one in of real the, life. One of the tricks he did was he would um, s- superglue all the furniture to the ceiling. So the hotel room was upside down. He just think, oh, God, mate, I've just, mate, I've just played a concert in front of 25,000 people at Madison Square Gardens. I just want to go to bed, mate. And my bed's on the flipping ceiling, <laughs> Mooney. Can we get another drummer? I agree with you on that, Sydney. Mm, which makes okay. makes it all the worse that you've come on with, with this attitude. <laughs> <laughs> it's why I hung up, Ian. <laughs> it, it, yeah, because of your negative attitude. That's what it is. That's what it is, Sydney. I think... Uh... <laughs> Have you been reading pamphlets today as well? Pamphlets? About no. feminism and stuff. Because because Catherine has, has been very independent this evening. And I... <laughs> this evening. And no, she... actually, I've got to say, sorry, woman to woman, don't turn, turn me against Catherine again. I've already said she's not been annoying, exactly. Ian. Okay, Sydney, I've just cut you off. Sisters before misters, isn't it? <clears throat> Bros before hoes. And the hoe in this scenario is? I don't want to get involved in it. Uh, really, I have to discuss that with my bros first. <laughs> oh, three. You are the least broish person I know. <laughs> Actually, sucking my <laughs> sucking my teeth. At you, yeah, I've been practicing sucking my teeth don't. recently because um, I'd really want to be able to do it. Why? Thought, first of all, I don't know why it's considered rude. It's considered rude, isn't it? <laughs> it's kissing your teeth. But when I do it, it turns into that. That noise you make for horses. Come on, boy. Come on, boy. Or the thing you do for cats. So you're trying to express displeasure, but you end up being followed by... Puss, puss, puss. <laughs> by all the animals. Puss, puss, puss. Why does that attract animals, that noise? They just know that that's their noise. Well, no, it's... it's well, the horse noise is... Because that's the kind of noise that horses... That's Their, their ear frequencies are based on that kind of click-click noise. No, they're and, not. They're based on... Mr Wilkes. Um, and cats, because that sounds like a cat suckling. Sounds it like, doesn't. of course it does. It sounds like you're, a cat suckling. It making, brings out the mother instinct in the place. You're pleas. making this up now. Again, there's that stuff. Um, uh, so, so this is the show. I've got a feeling that I may be asking Catherine to leave at some point um, uh, before half past ten. Oh three, four, four. He's frightened. I'm not frightened. 
I'm afraid of no ghost. All right, then do the number then. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, butler! <laughs> Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Do me good, do you? 40 years to the day since Keith Moon um, died, so we're celebrating we're celebrating his death. That sounds sounds wrong, but you know what I mean. It's what he would have wanted. It's what he would We're celebrating it by doing loads of quaaludes. Oh, we're not. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Let's, uh, I don't trust any of the names that are on this switchboard. Don't trust any of them. Fingers on buttons, Fingers gentlemen. Fingers on the... Just to walk, just to remind you guys, we have a dump button, so if you say anything rude or offensive, it doesn't get broadcast. With that in mind, let's go to Nick. Good evening, Nick. Oh, evening, Ian. How are you this evening? I'm very well, thank you, Nick. Ah, oh, brilliant. Now, these uh, detectives you want. The what? Uh, these detectives you want now. Yes. Um, I think of uh, Poirot. P- 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 yes. And, uh, Miss Marple. Yes? Why would you want Miss Marple? She's an old sourpuss. Yes, but she's really brainy, she is. Okay. And Sherlock Holmes, I like as well. You've gone for the, the driest of all the detectives. Those guys are Dullsville. <laughs> d- what would you talk to? Think, I don't like Sherlock. I don't like any of them, Sherlock actually. Holmes doesn't like other people. No. Miss Marple isn't liked by other people. And, and Poirot's annoying. Sherlock Holmes was a cocaine addict. <laughs> uh, opium. Well, either way, you, you'd want to ha- hang out with a junkie going cold turkey? Oh, uh, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, well, maybe... Worse still, I'm, he might bring his violin. Yeah, but maybe you're hoping he's got a little bit to share. Outrageous. <laughs> um, I can honestly say, I don't think I've ever seen... Um, anything beyond a, a short 90-second trailer for a Miss Marple, because it just reeks to me of boring Sunday evenings. School in the morning. School in the morning. You can stay up and watch TV. What's on? Miss Marple. I'll night, go night, Mum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if push came to shove, Nick, do you reckon you could solve a murder? I reckon I could if I had a go, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think most murders aren't as complicated as the ones on telly. Here's what I don't get, right? Didn't, did they do, did they do this? Were they going to do this? You know, oh, there's all these unsolved murders, right? Oh, right? Okay, unsolved murders and missing people, okay? So Madeleine McCann, right? Yeah. And um, Susie Lamplew and all of these cases, right? Years and years after they've happened. Why don't they put all of the evidence online, Nick... So yeah. that I make it like into a computer game, like an online, you know, the, used to text adventures you used to get, go north, open door, hit troll. Put it all online so that amateur sleuths can go, mm, I'm going to have a little look yeah. at the Susie Lamplew case. I think some people think that's yeah, already happening. That, yeah. <laughs> be, yeah, that would be good. That. that would be good, wouldn't it? Because you, yeah, you never, the cases where there's no chance of them being solved. I was going to say, if there's an active case going, they can't do that. Oh, all right, all right, legalese. <laughs> Just saying, you've got no, people yeah, trampling yeah, all over yeah, crime scenes. Yeah, you're not going to put, like, a murder that was on last week, we'd do it. That was on. Like an event. Flipping heck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about ones from years ago where there's no chance of them ever exactly, solving it. Yeah. Put it on, yeah, like, let people like Nick have a look at it. Which, yeah. which unsolved murder, Nick, um... 
I was going to say gets you horny, but that's not the appropriate phrase oh, at all. Which which unsolved murder? This is would get your your juices flowing in terms of Ooh. wanting to have a little pop at it. I'll have to have a good look through them all before I decide. Because I, uh, I like my murder stuff. I always watch the... I'm one of those boring people. Some people may say I like to watch these uh, crime and investigation channels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love programmes like that. I bet you do. This is what we need. We need people like Nick, uh, Nick enthusiastic, slightly weird loners with time on their hands to solve stuff that the police can't do because they're out... Um, Booking um, uh, innocent people with parking fines. Exactly, yeah, yeah. That's true, that. Nick, listen, thank you for that, mate. I appreciate that. Well, I'll speak to you soon. Ta-ta. We could be onto something here. Put them all online. I'm distancing myself from Who the whole thing. Who was I speaking to? I was speaking to someone recently about the Susie Lamplew case. And they reckon they've solved it. Because you know Mr Kipper? Mr Kipper was the appointment that... She, Susie Lamplew was an estate agent, I'm going to say 30 years ago? Um, uh, about 30, it was eight, late eighties, thirty years ago, and she went to meet this Mister Kipper about twenty past four, and and she was never seen again. But I was speaking to someone who, um, oh, do you know do you know who it might have been? It it might have been Daisy McAndrew actually. It might have been Daisy McAndrews. Does the, she's doing the show with um, uh, Mike Graham in the mornings? It might have been. And, um, anyway, this person was saying that there was a convicted murderer in, who's still in prison for something else, whose nickname is the Kipper. And there, like, loads of clues kind of pointed to him, but he never, he's never confessed it publicly. No, he's never come out and said, actually, it was me. He's just kept, kept showing they, the, 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 the thought is, is that it's him. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Um, so that's that one solved. So we can strike that one from the database. That is genuinely a brilliant idea. Imagine you've got a, you've got a few hours to to kill, as an inappropriate choice of phrase. You go, Ooh, let's uh, let's pull up, let's pull up Jack the Ripper. Let's have a little look at that. Let's have a look. So we got this. We got that. It's just a fresh pair of eyes. You know when you're looking for car keys and you ask someone to come in with a fresh pair of eyes. I think being a detective is slightly more mm. tricky well, than looking quite, for car keys. Well, it's quite straightforward. Um, You've got the clues. People practice for a long time before they're well, allowed to do it. But sometimes you're you're taught out of your natural instinct. Sometimes you've got to follow your gut. Sometimes um, you you can't learn everything from books and lessons. Will you be arresting people? Mm. No, no, no. Would you be responsible for uh, arresting people? £25,000 reward if you solve this if you solve this murder or this missing person. £25,000. We, we're the police. We haven't got a... They, they can't. Flipping clue. They can't got, say that. We haven't got a flipping... We have got they, clues. They can't say that. Though. All right. Well, they can, they can say it. We no, are because it undermines public confidence. Oh, right. And Hillsborough didn't? Wow. You know what I mean? Whoa. The police. Whoa. People don't have confidence. That in the was police. one section. Yeah, but people. Careful. Don't, people don't have confidence in the police. No, but what I'm saying is that they need to. People need to feel like the police are. You know, that's a completely different thing. Anyway, I don't think that was right to bring that in. But no one. Th- but no one thinks the police have, are good at solving murders or crimes. No one does. Do you? I think you only ever hear about the ones they don't. Exactly. Exactly, and that's plenty of them. So I think you do a website, We Are The Police. God, We Are The Police. We, dot com. And the first thing is, we have we cannot solve these murders. We cannot solve these murders. K- 
Can you help? £25,000 reward. You don't think that's a winner? Oh, you don't think you're convinced? It's an awful idea. Why do you think it's an awful idea? Because <laughs> you just can't do that. Why? I don't understand why not. Because it's really complicated. You've got people's lives and, well, deaths hanging in the balance, yeah. right? Well, they're not going to go out, the people that, Nick or Neil, whatever his name is, isn't going to go out and arrest people. He puts all the evidence yeah, together. but what if, it get, what if the information gets into the wrong hands? I think they've done this in some countries. I'm sure they have done this in some countries. The Golden Gate Killer was done like this. No, it wasn't. Yes, he was. He was, it was done. <laughs> it was found on DNA evidence. But Patton Oswalt's wife got all the evidence together for a book that she was writing, and that hinted, implied, that it was this guy. But the police did the final round-up and well, collected police, all the evidence. The they police, know how to do it properly. The police are going to do the final round-up on this. Mm. I think it's a great idea. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Brian. Hello, Ian. Good evening. You've got the date wrong with Keith Moon, by the way. No, I haven't. 40 years ago today. Not today. It was the 7th of September. Nope, it was not. No, it wasn't. It was 40 years ago today. Why do you say 40 years? Because it was 40... Today, I know it was 78, but why are you saying it was today? Because it's 40 years ago... I don't know if you listened to the start of the show. Yeah. We played Do Me Good by Keith Moon. Yeah, the re- so is it 40 years since that record was released? It's not, it's not 40 years. Sorry? Oh, that... Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Right, so um, we got you wrong on that. Right, okay, fine. September when he died. Incorrect. What, how is that? Well, because that's not when he died. Today, no, the 7th of September. To, today uh, uh, is a date. That is a date. Today is the four is the fortieth. I don't even know what the date is today. What is the date? Hang on. Fifteenth of May. Fifth, the fifteenth of May. Michael Field's birthday. No, it's not. That's in September. Don't talk silly. I'm not the one who's talking silly. 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 Anyway, Keithman died on the seventh of September, nineteen seventy-eight. Why are you spreading fake news? Oh, don't wind me up, boy. I'll wind me up. I will wind you up, sir, because you're winding me up, sir. <laughs> Look at Wikipedia or something, oh. and you'll find that Keith Moon died on the 7th of September 1978. Right, hang on a minute. We go okay. to... Uh, hang, you, you just wait You just wait there, uh, uh, Brian. Okay. Go to Wikipedia. Keith Moon... Um... Okie dokie. Hang on a second. Um... Keith Moon, um, hang on a second, Keith Moon, Keith Moon, Keith Moon, uh, Keith Moon, Keith Moon, Keith Moon, Keith Moon, Keith Moon, um, yeah, 15th of May, 1978, it says it on Wikipedia, mate. Rubbish. Go to there now, quickly. Rubbish. Go to there now, quickly, before they change it back. 20... I'm not near a tablet. 23rd of August to the 15th of May. Catherine, could you could you verify that, please? That's what it says. It's exactly what it says, buddy. No, that's wrong. It, well, it's not wrong. I'm, I'm going to get a screen grab. I'm getting a screen grab. I'm going to get a screen grab. There we go. Screen grab. There we go. I'm going to post that on Twitter. And okay, right. What's your Twitter uh, handle? And also, uh, uh, I don't have a Twitter. I oh, don't get involved with that. What I'm going to say to you now is, um, you were asking about uh, who played Tosh Lines. It was um, Kevin Lloyd. That was it. That was it. Uh, that was it. Yes. Thank you very much. You got that right. But yeah, everything that, else... I definitely got the other question yeah, okay, right. He's, he's got that wrong. Uh, uh, oh, I, I cut the wrong person off. Hang on. He's got him off there. 
Um, well, there we go. I've just uh, I've just tweeted the evidence that Keith Moon died uh, 40 years ago today. It's on Wikipedia, guys. Isn't it a shame when people can't accept facts? It's on Wikipedia. He told me to go to Wikipedia. It's on Wikipedia. Go and have a look at it, guys, quickly. Really, really quickly. Confirmation bias. Yeah. Uh, Keith Moon, Wikipedia, 15th of May, 1978. This is Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 03444991000 is the telephone number. Good evening, Sean. Hello. Hello, Sean. Uh, Hi, Ian. Hi, Sean. How's your day so far? Fine. Whereabouts are you calling from? I'm calling from Wyoming. Okay. What state is Wyoming in? It's in the United States of America. Which state of that? Great nation? No, it's in uh, USA. Yeah. In, in which state of that great nation? Thanks for calling. <laughs> Deary me. Maybe he was genuine. Did, did, what vibe did you get, Sam? You're the vibe keeper. It felt like that guy, that kid yesterday, didn't it? But he was, it was an American number. Oh, well, who cares? Uh, let's go to Tony. Good evening, Tony. Hello. Hello, Tony. Yeah, hello. Yes, Tony. I yeah, I wanted to say first about the drummer, Cozy Powell. Um, who, who, was, who was Cozy Powell in? Cozy Powell was in the 70s. He's done a, he's done a, a tune called Dance of the Devil. Well, I, yeah, I know the name Cozy. He was in a big group, though, wasn't he? he I, I think he might have been at the, at the beginning, but, uh, you know, towards the end, he was on his own, and that was a, a proper famous tune, that was Dance with the Devil. Dance? You surely Googled it. Dance with the Devil, Cozy Powell. Yeah, this is Tony. Him. This is Tony, Catherine. Yeah. It's Tony, isn't it? Tony, meet Catherine. <laughs> Catherine, meet Tony. Word. <laughs> Hello. I tell you, he's a good drummer, Ginger Baker. Ginger Baker, yes. Have yes, you seen yes. that documentary about Ginger Break, but Ginger Baker? No, I haven't. No. Oh, it's a great film. I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's a great film. Another man, completely, absolutely nuts, and probably and, and 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 probably a pain in the backside like no other. But um, but some kind of drummer, I tell you that. And, and the three detectives I wanted to say was uh, Vandervalk. <laughs> <laughs> now, Van. Oh no! Hang on. Which one was Vandervalk? What was the? Yeah, eye level. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good theme tune. Now, if we're judging detectives by theme tunes, then that one will be up there. That'll be second to Bergerac. Hazel and Shoestring. Was he Shoestring? I remember Shoestring. Who was Hazel? Hazel was uh, Terry Venables wrote it. Hang on a minute. Terry Venables, the football man, wrote a detective show called Hazel. Yes, yes, yes. No. Selenia. This is what. This is. <laughs> it's not one of those kids that's trolling me again, is it? <laughs> do you know what? No. Do you know what? Actually, you saying that that rings a very, very, very faint. Nicholas Ball played him. James Hazel, Nicholas Ball. I don't know who that is, but that, that, Terry Venables writing a thing that rings a very faint bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you take them on your desert island. 
Yes, definitely. All that right. Classic. All right, Tony. Nice one, mate. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Good lad, ta-ta. Yeah, oh, apparently three. Terry Venables wrote under the pseudonym P.B. Ewell. Isn't that funny? Oh, good for him. Good for him. I'd love a good pseudonym. But to have a, to, to, to have a useful pseudonym, you've got to have a certain level of fame from which you wish to hide. Oh, you're a female writer who wants to... Yeah, 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 yeah that's true, that's true. J.K. Rowling, that's why she changed her name. Yeah, yeah, to, I think to Joanna Rowling, wasn't it? Yeah. Let's go to Tom. Good evening, Tom. Hi, Matt. Hi, Ian. Are you all right? Um, uh, well, that, que- that question is banned. Oh, sorry. That's all right. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> that what? What? Your phone isn't okay. What is going on? No, no, I don't know. I'm in Seaford at the moment. I'm at a friend in Seaford. Ah, it's, it's probably Seaford. He's, he's, he's the... a big fan of yours as well, it, mate. So it's the Seaford Echo. That's what that is. That's <laughs> what that is. Anyway, all right, Tom. We got. It's the Kiss Moon thing, yeah. When you go into Wikipedia, it actually says he died on the seventh of September. The bloke said the 10th. It says the 7th of September, and when you click on it, it says the 15th of May. Yeah. Right, yeah, so it's the 15th of May. Yeah, but yeah. it also says the 7th of September. Oh, isn't that so him? It, it's so, so him to somewhere, be... Somewhere on Wikipedia, it, it, it's, they've got it mixed up. They, they put the 7th, 7th of September, but when you click onto it, it does say the 15th of May. Yeah, so... The, so... So you're both right in a way, although, you're, 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 well, although that guy said the tenth. Yeah, one's wrong. So we're so we're so we're we're both wrong, but I'm actually right. <laughs> Listen, I work in radio. I wouldn't get the anniversary of a famous drummer's death wrong. You're, you're more right because fifteenth uh, of May is in there. Yeah. But the guy was wrong by saying the tenth of September, but it actually says the seventh of September. So he was but double when, wrong. But when you click on it. Then it goes the 15th of May. Right. Well, Amy, I'm going to go out to Keith Moon. I'm going to... Uh, yeah, just put Keith Moon in, that's it. Yeah. Wikipedia, yeah. And then and it, and watch it. And it. Sorry, look at it. It'll come up. Yeah. It'll say the 7th of September died. Hang on a second. Click, on to, the, click on to it, and then it'll say, uh, actually, the 15th of May. I'm smelling a rat. I think Brian's changed it. Have you changed... Have you changed... Have you changed Twitter, Tom? <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, Seems to know a lot about it. Yeah, apparently, because I didn't know this. Apparently, you can change Twitter. You can change Twitter yourself. You mean Wikipedia? W- wik- wik- you can change Wikipedia, Wikipedia, Wikipedia yourself. Wikipedia, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't no, know that. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I, I, I do do tricks, but that's one thing I haven't done. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't touch that. That's what you would say. I don't touch that. All right, Tom. As long as you don't touch that, mate. Thank you very much indeed for your call. Thank you. But so, just yeah, I've just just literally, literally, someone just tweeted in the last ten, ten, twenty seconds. You can update Wikipedia is you can update it yourself. So when I looked at it, it said the fifteenth of May. Mm-hmm. Now it's saying all kinds of crazy shiz. Um, so I'm just not trusting. I'm just not trusting it. But crazily, I mean, it's it's very moon. Yeah. To be creating this kind of anarchy, even though he's not with us anymore. He was only thirty when he died. Was he? He's only thirty. We were watching some clips of him before the thing, and he he looks about fifty-two. <laughs> he does. Looks about 52. Um, 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. 
do me good, do me good. 40 years since we lost Keith Moon uh, to the very day. 30 years old he was when he died. Um, uh, original, well, not not original, but stopgap drummer for the Beatles. Um, in between Pete Best and Ringo Starr, they had Keith Moon. Really? Yes, they did. Um, 0344 Let's go to Sean. Good evening, Sean. I didn't need to dump that, actually. Um, it, for, I didn't need to dump that. That was that was uh, Sean, who we, we got rid of earlier on, who asked, how did it feel to get raped as a child? Um, what a nice kid he is. What a lovely child. And I'm glad that you've... Uh, genuinely, I'm not saying this... Don't mean this in an ironic, sarcastic way. I'm so glad that as a young person, you haven't been through anything like that. I wasn't raped. I feel I ought to say that. I wasn't raped. Um, um, and I, I suggest that a lot of the stories have kind of, they've got, it, it's like Chinese whispers and they've got bigger and bigger as, as, as the day has gone on. I certainly wasn't raped. Um, but, but uh, Sean, I would imagine for those people that have been raped as a child, it's, it's just one of the most horrific, traumatic, upsetting, confusing, um, soul destroying, life changing, dark things but i'm glad you can see the funny side i'm really glad you can see the funny side aren't people strange there's a few of them around tonight there's a few of those kids around tonight and, and so um but they're in america he is in america calling us it's, it's incredible it's great it's great what's the um uh, uh who's the annoying american radio host not C. Lewis, C.S. Lewis. Howard Stern. Howard Stern, that's it. Uh, the people that like him listen to him for an hour and the people that hate him listen to him for two hours. And that's the thing, you know. Everyone, a listener's a listener, baby. Something I've noticed, though, is that the humour, and I use that in uh, kind of quote marks uh, over there, that they're sort of portraying to us mm. often, these kids, is Nazi. Oh, yeah. So anyone who thinks that Donald Trump's a bit of light-hearted fun. Yeah, I mean, it's Nazi and the N-word and racial slurs and jokes about um, child rape um, and things like that. Um, the good news is most of them will grow out of it. Most of them will grow out of it. I'm yeah. confident of that. One or two of them possibly won't, and that's a shame. But most of them, most of them will grow out of it, and I suspect that a significant number will also come to regret it at some point in their life. I did terrible things when I was a kid, you know, and I used racial language and I bullied some people and I got bullied and all of this kind of stuff, which of which I'm thoroughly, thoroughly ashamed of. And and um, and I've tried to make amends wherever possible to those people that I was mean to. Um, and it certainly sets me in good stead, I think, for helping steer my children away from that kind of behaviour. But I'm ashamed I bet their parents stuff. wouldn't recognise that in their kids. No. No. But, um, but they're thank just showing off to their mates. Thank they? you for the call, Sean. Let's go to Mark. Good evening, Mark. Hello, Ian. Good evening, Mark. Yeah. I, how, how, are you, how are you doing this? That's sorry? How am I doing it? Well, there's a microphone here. Kath's got no, one. No, Ian. Um, the, uh, I, as soon as I heard you talk about... Um, Keith Moon. Mooney! I went, I Moon the loon! I went to the Wikipedia myself. Yes. And I doubted my sanity. I refreshed the page. I kept refreshing the page. Okay. The name kept changing. Huh? The photograph disappeared at one point. Right. So I retyped it in again, and then it sort of came up with 
Keith John Moron or something like that. Wow. And uh, now it's uh, showing the 15th of May. I've just refreshed it again. I'll refresh it again. Yeah. Well, and that's... it goes back to uh, 7th of, um, when he passed away, 7th of September. Yeah. Well, it was the 15th of May. And, and now when I refresh it, it's showing 7th of right. September. So you're telling me, Mark, you only believe the last thing you read on Wikipedia. Well, um, I, I'm just curious. You know, I'm more intrigued on how you're doing it. Well, I'm not, I'm not doing anything. How's it working then? Well, how is what working? Well, I, you know, it's. Um, I wouldn't have looked. It was only because uh, I didn't know when he passed away. Yeah, it's fifteenth you know. of May. It's today. It's Forty years remember, ago today. I remember seeing him in the film. That'll be the day. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, is that on there? It probably is. I haven't even researched that one, Catherine. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you you impressed me. It's almost like a trick, uh, like um. So that, well, an illusion, in, in uh, internet illusion, really. It's, it's, it's an internet, an internet illusion. Well, yeah. Uh, it makes you, makes you think that you can't, uh, you can't, um, I don't sort of, I just look at Wikipedia if I want to find out something. I don't always believe it. No, because I, I, I didn't know until, till literally ten minutes ago that you can change it, people can change it themselves. I didn't know. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently you can, they can, Mark. So just, here's the thing. Don't believe everything you read on Wikipedia. When you scroll down to Society Like His Early Life, there's a little edit thing there. Now, I'm going to click on that. I don't know what it will take me to. Oh, dear. You are not logged in. You're oh, not logged in, mate. No, I've got yeah. to... I, I, see, that's where I go out of it. I'd come out and escape that and go back sort of thing. That's as far as I would go because that's my... My knowledge, obviously, I've got to log in yeah. or create an account, and I ain't yeah. got an account no. sort of thing. Yeah. So. yeah, exactly. So 15th of May is then, Mark? Uh, I'll have to go back to Keith Moon, because <laughs> I... Is he waiting for you in the other room? <laughs> oh, that's going to be a bit stinky, isn't it? <laughs> oh, come Thank on. you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Listening to a man negotiating Wikipedia Live. There's a brilliant story. Mick and Gary, stay there. Right, it's a brilliant story. Right. And this, this doesn't give the whole story. This is a tiny version of it. This is nuts, right? I don't know if this has got the, the, the twist in this story. It's a tiny little thing in the paper. A Picasso self-portrait worth an estimated £52 million has been withdrawn from an auction today after it was accidentally damaged. <gasps> the 1943 masterpiece pictured called The Marin or The Sailor has been a highlight of Christie's Impressionist and Modern Art Sale. A spokesman for Christie's in New York said, after consultation, the painting has been withdrawn from Christie's May the 15th sale to allow the restoration process to begin. So this story doesn't have the other facts in it that I know, because I read this yesterday, right? So the guy that owns a private owner, private collector, and he damaged it before it went in, right? That's the second Picasso painting he's damaged the day before it was supposed to be auctioned. He did, he did one about six months ago, right? The day before it was supposed to go in, he put his elbow through it, what? through a Picasso. And that was worth about, that was worth about $100 million, so 50, 50, 60 million quid, right? And the story, and again, I got this from Twitter Moments. All my best stories come from Twitter Moments now, right? And um, the, 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 the story was that he's, he's very short-sighted and clumsy, right? Oh, Waldo. But what are the chances... Twice, <laughs> the day before it goes into an auction, it 
he, what, he falls into it. Like, it's like that thing where you got, you know, and it goes through, it goes over your head. <laughs> Frank Spencer. Frank Spencer. What? What is going on with this bloke? That's nuts. Take the paintings away from him. He can't. He's got priceless works of art. Get he's he falling got, through them. He can't have them. He put his elbow through a Picasso. <laughs> so, that's the sort of stuff I do. He doesn't deserve them. Good evening, Gary. Hi, Alec. Hello, Gary. What you got for us? It's Dummy, Gummy Bear. Hey! It's a different number. Yeah. We, oh, uh, from a different number. Uh, uh, it's Mental Health Week, isn't it? Apparently so. I, well, I, think, I think it's Mental Health Lifetime. Yeah, it's Mental Health Week as well. Yeah, a Mental I'm Health Lifetime. And they turned me out of the Just, uh, I just want to say big condolences to James Whale as well. Yeah. Oh, because he's all right, James. I should speak to him when I was 16. I'm sorry about that, but... No, he's, 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 um, he's having a tough old time, is, uh, is James, and... and um, I know, he's, Yep, his he's, he's, he's missus passed away at the weekend, sister. and it's very, very I sad. I know it's like. I know it is. Very sad. Very sad. I, I lost his sister. It's horrible. At 20. Uh, mental health or psychosis, so it's horrible. Here it? we go. Here we go. It's a bit, it's a bit the old psychosis. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, yes. I, I had voice with me. I thought my flat were bugged and everything, me. <laughs> and, I, and I thought I was getting kicked out of my flat. Yeah. The auditory, the auditory hallucinations, hmm. the hallucinations that one hears, I think are I worse. Better, I think they're a lot better. Yeah, are worse than the ones that you see, I think. I think they're all CD where I locked the door ten times. No. Huh. That's funny. Um, I don't, I don't know if locking the door ten times is OCD. It, well, not is it, was it? Uh, uh, no, I don't, well, because a lot of people do stuff like that. I wash my hands ten times as well sometimes. Okay, but OCD, huh. that's not OCD then, if you're just locking the door ten oh, times oh, and washing hands. It's just hands. a compulsive thing. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's thinking that people are going to die if you don't do things, Well, it's, it? and it's also, it, it, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder is, I'm compulsive. Okay, but you haven't. I, I, from what you've said, it doesn't sound like you've got OCD. Uh, maybe because, not. Because know. because sorry, you've sorry, got no uh, manners. You've got no manners. But manners. Uh, yeah, obsessive. Oh, com- yeah. Oh, obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah. Obsessive. Obsessive compulsive. What do you mean? I've got no manners. Obsessive compulsive yeah. disorder is when it just totally destroys your life. It has such a hu- huge impact on your life. You can have a slight thing, though. Yeah, then that's not OCD. Hey, th- have you done any K today? I'm OK today. I'm all right today, man. Have you done any ketamine today? Ketamine? Have you been uh, to you Kettering what? today? Kettering? Ketamine. Ketamine? What are you on about? Catterick. Catterick. Have you have you done any ketamine today? I haven't, no. No. Why? <laughs> Do you not remember the last time you phoned me up? Probably, I don't know, I can't remember. Yeah, you were down a K-hole, man. You've got to be careful doing that K-hole? stuff. K-hole? Oh, no, no, that's no, not, no, That's no. not a great... That's not... That's not good. It's not good for mental health issues. No, do, do, here's, here's something we're going on. Doing ketamine is certainly not good for mental health. Or any health. No, it isn't. No. Oh, no, it isn't. isn't. I'm a madman, I know. I'm a madman, I know. I need to calm down on it, probably. Well, no, no, you don't need to calm down on it. You need to, you should, st- I, su- I suggest, my suggestion is that you stop, stop. doing it. Because you're getting on, how old are you now, Gary? I'm 47, mean. You sound 67. I oh, know, I'm getting on. I'm not on my teeth in you, I don't know about <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, life's all right, is it, Gary? Life's good. I love it at the moment. Really? Yes, you're right. stopping with you at the moment. It's good. Lovely. All right, nice. Thanks for calling, man. All right, see you in a bit. Bye. Mick, stay there. We'll come to you after the news. Uh, 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. It's, uh, the show is really turning into a sort of mid-90s, late-night phone-in show. It, it, this phrase that Miranda Sawyer used, use, I think she used it, she says that I used it, the a late-night drop-in centre for the lost, the lonely and the bewildered. It really is living up to that. Like, it's like This show is now like um, a bus depot at this time of night, you know, on a small little town, little, little satellite town out of London. This is what it's like. A little bit scary. Yeah, oh yeah, scary. And people that you would not want to talk to. But we have to. It's our job. Oh, Mick, stay there. You'll be the first call after the news at 11. 0344 This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I think I've got most of the words now. You've got to realize in today's marketplace, with all the feeling about the rock world, these people have got to be recognized. Okay, yeah, we can just dub them in with trumpets and uh, synthesize it. Fine. Okay, gentlemen. Let, let's make records. Okay. Because they are in a two and a half, three billion dollar business, which is bigger today than the picture business, than the broadcasting business, than the TV and radio business. I believe these stars should be recognized today. Because they form the nucleus of a major multi-billion dollar business. Do me good, do me good. Do me good, do you good. Do us good, do us good tonight. Right. Do me good, do me good. Do me good, do you good. Do me good, do us good tonight. Right. Give it up, give it all. You've ever tried to go. You don't need me. But I need you. Give me room. Give me space. You never showed your face. Very few things today are not really manufactured. I need you. Songs are overdubbed 15 times for the right take. Voices are put on top. If a string line is no good, it's edited. As long as you're sincere with the public and you don't propose it to be anything that it isn't. Do me good, do me good, do me good, do you good, do us good, do us good tonight. Oh! Even the old Tim Pernally and the old great songwriters used to come in and sell a song to an artist. Now, they might not have had the greatest song in the world, but their salesmanship was so great, it was irresistible not to take the song. She lay beside my son. I think in any business, whether it's construction or the plumber across the street, I think the name of the game is promoting your product, she be packaging and presenting it, being commercial and winning. Oh, darling, do me good, do me good, do me good, do you good, do me good, do us good tonight, right, do me good, do... Give it all, you never tried to go. You don't need me, but I need you. Uh, do me good, do me good, do me good, do you good, do me good, do us good tonight. Night. Do me good day. There's very few things. 
That's uh, Keith Moon, who we lost 40 years ago today, on the 15th of May, 1978, at the age of 30 years old. 03444991000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you can call in about anything that you want. Let's go to Mick. Good evening, Mick. Hello. Hello, Mick. Yeah, I've got two from a desert island. Okay. Chocolate and plain. Okay, thanks very much indeed. There's an island dicks. Chocolate dick and a plain dick. Can't mean what I think it means, can it? Well, no. If, if it does mean that, it's still rubbish. His <laughs> <laughs> calls are really lacking the oomph that they had at the start. I know. His, initial, to... his initial calls were great, and now, now they're just like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> what were his initial calls? Um, didn't he phone up and do jokes? I don't know. I don't know. I oh, think three. he might still think he's doing that. They all turn. They all turn. You'll all turn. Everyone turns against us eventually. One, one regular, former regular caller was was very, very abusive on Twitter last night. Very abusive. Deleted his Twitter account for now. Um, and he's welcome to call up and apologise to me. And I will certainly hear an apology. Um, uh, I can't speak for Catherine because you were very rude about her. So, I, I, But I will certainly hear an apology um so if you want to call up you, you're welcome to uh, if you've got the stones to do it but um it was it was really re- you really crossed the line last night dude really crossed the line very personal and very very unpleasant and um once you hit my s list it's very difficult to be removed from it oh we've got a track for yes or s tonight oh yeah yeah it's a controversial one it's by billy hayes oh but it's a beatles cover yeah, yeah. So D- daring. We'll do that after midnight. And also, you've got another murder for us after midnight. Yeah. Okay. There we go. I have several. There we go. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just do one. No, I mean that person did several. Okay. Well, that's not what you said. I have several. Yeah, exactly. That that that's not that is that doesn't mean. Yeah, the person I was going to talk about tonight murdered lots of people. That means I've that the implication is I've got several murders, lots of several murders, murderers. I also have that. Okay, but so, so I'm saying tonight we'll do one. Here's what I'm thinking: if I get this house that I'm hoping I'm going to get, why right, are you thinking about murder? <laughs> well, because I'm going to do the next best thing, and I'm going to stream it live, and I'd like to invite you round. I'd also like to invite Scott Balcony round, and maybe a listener. What for? A live seance <laughs> not allowed to do can it on... I, can i can i urge caution about uh, inviting listeners around given our previous conversation oh god yeah we're all not oh we won't invite a listener do you really then. want them to know where you live i won't invite a listener um oh speak of the devil um i won't invite a listener but yeah we're gonna uh i'm gonna do a stream because you're not allowed to do a seance on the radio um but i'm gonna stream a live seance on periscope and on my youtube channel that's what I'm going to do. Are you up for it? Get a, get, we'll get a, a, a Ouija board and we will do it. We'll summon some beasts. We'll draw a pentagram on the floor. Um, we'll, we can execute the cat. We will We will do it. Will there be nibbles? <laughs> nipples. Nibbles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm in. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Can I just say, the next five minutes could be the most awkward five minutes of radio we've ever been involved in. You know, we have some awkward moments. But the next five minutes could be... I'm getting nervous. Could be... You're getting, you're getting peed off. Could be 
the most uncomfortable. He had the stones to call in, so the least I can do is say good evening, Alistair. Evening. Evening. Just again to uh, sincerely apologise to you both and to uh, anybody else affected by what I've said. I'm so sorry. Dude, what were you thinking, man? Well, I wasn't thinking, I was, as you rightly concluded, I was uh, my head on the drink. Right, for those who don't know... Which, I... isn't, which isn't an excuse, because I tell you, you know, it's my responsibility, what I wrote, and I right, tweeted here's the it, thing, so. right, here's the thing. This show, is, this show is fun, and this show is frivolous, and every now and then, Catherine and I will play silly, silly games, OK? And the silly, silly game we played yesterday was, if people said, how are you, we cut them off. A few people got cut off. Um, and uh, took it in the spirit in which it was t- intended. Uh, uh, and we cut you off and because you weren't listening and you said, how are you? And, and I, just, I just knew that on Twitter I, there'd be a backlash because there's been backlashes before when you've not got a gag. Uh, and there was, there was, there was, there was, uh, there, was uh, there was a dig at me. Then there was a tweet about how the show takes the mickey out of people and mocks people and doesn't support people but laughs at them uh, then there was another tweet which i can't quite remember um and then there was one about Catherine. was it about her sticking her tongue at my ass yeah my, uh, and my job being a joke her job being a joke and that we should go off and and f yeah yeah i mean i know it's a horrible right Absolutely that's horrible. a really that is right listen that is that is a really really nasty one that's a really nasty one man to to belittle my best friend's job and um you know and her years of skills and uh things that she has picked you know she can do stuff that i can only dream of to and she's my best mate and to belittle that and to then throw it away with a why don't you two go and f each other um that's really that's that that crossed the line. That crossed the line. You criticise the show if you want. I, 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 it's a little two faced after everything that we 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 we've done, you know, for you. Um, but that that kind of crossed the line, Alistair. That kind of crossed the line. And um, yeah. And here's my thinking. And I appreciate. I certainly appreciate you phoning up to apologise. I I can't speak on behalf of Kath, and we'll see if Kath wants to say anything, or maybe she doesn't want to say anything in a second, right? But I appreciate you picking up the phone and calling up to apologise because that's a tough thing, and I've had to make those phone calls, and I've had to make those face to faces, and it's a tough thing to do, right? But okay. this is like the third, maybe the fourth time yeah, yeah, that know. we've had to endure. And put up with your drunken wrath, and it's pronounced wrath, that we've had to put up with it. And, um, and it's really, really unfair. And I've, I've had enough of it. I've I've had enough of it, man. You know, it's unfair for you to continually take it out on me and, and Catherine. Okay. I don't know if you want to say anything, Catherine. I know that you were particularly upset by the comments last night, and but if you don't want to say anything, that's I'm fine. I'm just over it, Alistair. So, you know, thanks for apologising, but I'd rather you show me you're sorry rather than just said it. You know, by, by changing, by sorting something out. OK, you're right. I, but I appreciate it. I know it took a lot to ring up. And we're not saying this to belittle you. We're not saying this to, you know, I don't want you to, to, well, if you're going to have a drink on it, that's down to you. That isn't down to us. But I'm not saying this to bully you. Um, 
I hope, you, you know, you recognise that we are being very calm and very even-handed, but I do feel that we have given yeah. you a lot of our time and support, and three or f- at least three or four times you, you've thrown it back in our faces. And um, I don't, you know, I, I, I have to protect myself, and I have to protect my friends, and I have to protect my team. And um, uh, uh, and so I, I've had enough. Right. I, I just really want you to sort, to sort things out. Yeah, that's okay. what we want. Okay, guys. All right. All right. Thanks for ringing, though, Alistair. Thank you, Alistair. Maybe, maybe we'll speak again. Take care, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, that was, yeah, that was as awkward and as uncomfortable as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. But, but you've got to be honest. You, and here's the thing, and I, I tweeted this, like, go on, sorry. I don't think it would be helpful to us to say that it, that we weren't affected by what Alistair... No. And what I really hope is that this is a little moment, because I bet this isn't the first time he's had a conversation like this with someone. I was furious last night. I was furious. I was really, really angry. Um, didn't upset me in the way that you, I know you're upset. It got me angry. It just winded me a bit because I thought, blimey, really? So he's doing that thing where, you know, I, I know that there are some listeners who'll do that who um, are angry with you so they lash out at me. Yeah. But I really thought we were kind of beyond that with Alistair. And here's the thing. Can I just say as well, I tweeted this last night and I think this is important. If you are in a relationship with someone who's an alcoholic or a drug addict or you're the parent of or you are the son or daughter of or you work with or you are friends, we, we all, um, uh, uh, lots of people put up with abusive behaviour from people who, uh, who are addicts or alcoholics, and whether it be physical abuse or whether it be verbal abuse. Let's focus on the verbal abuse now, for now. Physical abuse is a slightly different thing. Um, and that verbal abuse can be as, 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 you know, from screaming in your face, I effing hate you, to, to just subtle little put-downs constantly. If someone is doing that and you feel that you have tolerated it for enough, and enough to you might be once or it might be a thousand times, right... If you feel you've tolerated enough, you are, you are well within your rights to protect yourself and set boundaries and say to that person, do you know what? I've had enough. I've had enough. And I, 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 until you sort yourself out, I, I want you to stop. And whether that means they move out or you, you move, you know, to the other side of the office or you block their phone number or you go and, you know, you go and drink in a different pub, whatever that means, you're well within your rights to do that. That isn't ab- abandoning that person. Um, that is protecting yourself before you get dragged down into their misery. You can't fix them, but you can take steps towards fixing yourself. You can still love someone and not like what they do, yeah. right? And I think that you sometimes you have to spell it out. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four. The clip of of me addressing the youth is now up as a um a little uh, a, a, a VC a video clip. It's up on you. It's up on um, uh, Twitter. It's only had 1,622 views. So I'm, 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 well, a lot of the youth are in bed, aren't they? I really... School night. Yeah, I know. But I'm going to retweet it now, guys. I really appreciate it if you watch it 15 times each and just, 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 just get it up. If you could get it up for me, that would be great. Let's go to um, Ollie. Hello. Hello, Ollie. I'm arguing with a gentleman on, on Twitter about Keith Moon when Keith Moon died. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Hello? I'm listening. What are you, do- are you doing? Is he having a word? He's always multitasking. No, I'm not. No, there's a box of wine. Right, mate, listen, I don't, I don't want to be rude, mate. You've got MS. You shouldn't be drinking. You shouldn't be multitasking. You should be unitasking. 
<laughs> Come on, haven't you, read, haven't you read the memo? I'm awf- yeah, awfully flattering. You remember that I have MS. <laughs> well, I'm not convinced you have MS now. I've heard you pouring wine into a glass. I no, think it was a ruse. I don't think he was pouring it into a glass. I think he was holding his head underneath the tap. It's <laughs> <laughs> his open, gaping mouth. Dirty boy. Got me. <laughs> We've all done it. I had a really, really interesting, in a positive way, but listening to you forming, um, what was your, you were singing? song. Sorry? The song you were singing. Which one? No, earlier. Yeah, the, oh, it's about football. Did you sing the football song tonight? I didn't sing the football song tonight. Oh, I must be listening to something else. It's really <gasps> funny. Have you been watching? Were you Scott watching? Mills. Were you watching on YouTube? No. Right. Well, no, no, I was listening through through the computer, but not YouTube. Well, you must have been listening to an old show. What have we talked about in tonight's show, then, Ollie? In, in Ollie's world. Well, actually, I, I must confess. Aside from that, I've been listening. Oh, this, this guy, just because he's got a blue badge, he thinks How much of that go... box is left? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fresh one tonight. Yeah, we're not going to go soft. And it'll be going out in the morning. No, I'm joking. There we go. All right. So, okay. So, you've not listened to tonight's show, but you want to comment on something that happened a few days ago. Okay, where you go. No, no, I was really impressed, because in my former life, I was a, a music teacher. Okay. Well, oh, okay. Ah, ah. So this guy can give me a professional opinion on my song, um, 2018, We're Going to Russia, brackets, We're Going to Win the World Cup. Thank you. You, you grasped the uh, point before I even had to make it. Oh, someone, hang on. Someone sent me a remix of it. Hang on a minute. Where was it? Oh, come on. Hang on. Hang on. I've heard a lot of oh, emails. gosh. Are you all right? Every time we hear a crash, I think. Oh, I couldn't care less. No, no, no. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Oh, there's another one. It. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, no, that's my point, don't worry. Oh, no, that's Alexa. Alexa, off. Shut up, man. Um, where's the fella? Did he, he said he was going to send it to you as well. You yeah, he talk, did. Did he send it? Well, right, you've got it. Probs. Well, could you could you send it to me? I already did, but, I mean, you never pay attention to my emails. You've no. probably got it straight to junk. <laughs> Uh, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. i got two different... Uh, uh, okay, this is from Rob, okay? This is from Rob. Here we go, here we go. Mm-hmm. From Rob Gorman. This is his remix of it. I'll be honest, I bet it... It's not the, the tune. mix isn't quite right, is it? That wasn't the tune, was it? <laughs> <laughs> the mix is the mix is, is totally to cock. to cock, mate. You can't hear the vocals and the tune, and they are so important. Uh, that is that is what it's all about. He's he, Rob, you, you've balls it up, mate. What he's done, he's done the Phil Spectre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's murdered it. <laughs> God, totally. So I thought, I, I, not many people I can get away with saying that to you and they'll know what I'm talking about. Hang on a minute, hang on, can I just check something, um, Ollie? Yeah. Have I just screwed my career with that line? No, I think you'll be all right. Is, is it, was it a good one or was yeah, it too much? Don't do a Cosby joke. Okay, right. Ooh. Gosh. Mm. Um, yes, uh, anything else? <laughs> Thanks for calling. So, 
344 is the uh, telephone number if you want to um, give me uh, a call. You're very welcome to. Um, after m- midnight, maybe we'll try yes or s a little bit earlier. Do you think we can? Um, I think we can. Can they be trusted? Because last time there was a lot of screaming SH one T down the phone. Shall we do? Shall we do it now? Shall we try it? Do you think we can? I think we can do it. So yes or s, right? What this is, is we play a song sent in by you, the listener. And you phone up while the song is playing, you go straight to air and you tell us you think it's uh, the yes word or the S word. The S word is SH1T. Don't say it. Please don't say it. Lots of people phone up and saying that the other day and that really is, is, is not going to help. So you just phone up and you go the yes word or the S word. You, you can, you could throw in a little bit of critiquing if you want. Um, and you can let us know your thoughts and, um, then the person at home listening, um, goes to bed in tears. And, um, you know, in this or... case, is our, our, our very good friend B- Billy Hayes. Yeah, but please, if, if, I don't. If, I want you to judge him even more harshly because he should know better. No normal. So it says, um, "I hope you're well. I'm not sure if this is still a thing or if you'll even let a cover version through, but I thought I'd send this anyway. Um, uh, I've recorded my own version of Please Please Me. It's a very different approach to the original. Hope you like it. I love for it to be judged by your baying mob." That's you guys, the baying mob. So, just downloading this uh, now. Oh three, four four. Yeah, you, you might want to just go and check something. Oh yeah. three, four four, four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Uh, this is Billy Hayes. This is his version of the song, Be- the Beatles song by the Be- uh, um, the Beatles. Please. Me, please, please me. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Is it the yes word or is it the s word? Line one, is it the S word or the S word? Is he doing the Beatles? He's he's doing the Beatles, yes. Oh, Ian, lads. S word. The S word? S word. The the F word. How dare he? How dare he? Okay. 03444991000. That got the F word, I think. You don't need me to show the way. Line two, is it the S word or the S word? Um, that's poop, that is. You're not a fan of it? No, it's crap. It's crap, okay, thank you, 0344 499 1000. Another one minute, 20 seconds to go. 03444991000. Line one, you're on the wireless. Is it the yes word or is it the S word? The word. The what? The yes word. The, the, the yes word. Are you saying yes or S? Yes. You're saying yes. You think it's good? It's a good Beatles cover. Okay, thank you. Let's go to line three. Line three, is it the yes word or the S word? <laughs> Do you think it's good or bad? 
Thank you very much indeed for calling. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand forty five seconds to go. Line four is it the yes word or the s word? Oh, Ian, it's the B word. Four back. Okay, okay. Let's try and let's try and keep it family friendly. Line five, yes word or s word? I love it. I think it's gorgeous. Do you really? Oh, there you go. Line six, yes word or s word? S word. You don't like it? Oh, they're gone. They're just... <laughs> Line six, yes word or S word? The uh, yes word, uh, I do like it because it sounds very sexual. Sexual, okay. He likes it because it sounds sexual. <laughs> there we go. That was, um, the, let me just, let me just add up all the, let me add up all the maths. That's uh, 75% say it's the S word, 25% say it's the yes word. This is Talk Radio. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses and jet lagged antipodeans. G'day, covers. Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, uh, you are very, very welcome. Um, let's talk about it. I feel sorry for Meghan Markle's dad. Yeah, I feel sorry for him. He's dropped a right clangor, hasn't he? Here's the, here's the here's the good news, guys. I do think Meghan Markle is going to kill the royal family. Not, not literally. literally. Well, not literally, but maybe. I reckon she's going to stick around. Would you give it five years? <laughs> oh would you give it? I can say this because I used to live in Windsor. Five years. Right. So she's virtually a neighbour. We're gossiping about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they get, they, they're closing my town so they can have their flipping way. When I got married in Windsor, didn't close the town. Um, and they're clearing the uh, homeless people sleeping bags yeah, they already. Are. They're not getting married till the weekend. I saw the video of that. I know that homeless lady that was, that was getting booted off. She's very nice. She quite often sits in the Victoria Street car park and um, she's very, very polite. Excuse me, sir. Have you got any change? I'm sorry. I haven't. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. She's very polite. Um, actually, that's just outside the WH Smith, that is. So, um, uh, she, Meghan Markle is going to be the death. She is sounding the death knell. What is a knell? It's a, the peal of a bell, isn't it? Is it? Mm. Well, no, that you're thinking of a toll. It's the same thing. No, it's a different a thing. A knell, you know, it'll be like... Both words are trickier to say than you'd think. Mm. Toll. Toll. Toll, for whom the ball, the bell... <laughs> the ball tolls. For whom my ball tolls. <laughs> she's gonna be, she's sounding the death knell for the royal family, honestly. You reckon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, people it's, think she might breathe life into it. Oh, God, no, we should breathe life in, into something, but it ain't the royal family. She's going to destroy it. Because this is gonna, this is gonna go nuclear. It's like it's like letting off a nuclear bomb in Hampton Court Palace. So this is like, it's like firing um, a, a flamethrower in uh, um, uh, the Scottish castle that they own, the Cairngorm, uh, the Cairngorms. It is like um, doing a, a bazooka fart. in Balmoral. It's like doing a fart on the Queen's face. It <laughs> is, it is toxic. She is toxic. She is bad news. Oh, don't She's say bad that. Bad news for this family. Don't say that. They might be listening. Um, They're floating on their pink cloud of happiness. Well, t- take as it, the homeless are cleared away. Take it from someone who so knows. They don't, they don't. You know, fifty percent. Fifty percent don't last, right? So it's either you or your brother. And there's something about that girl. She's very sassy, very career-minded, and I don't. But think... She's given it up. Yeah, yeah. Until she gets bored. You reckon? Yeah, she'll get bored. She'll be bored. She'll go, oh, I want to do some acting, So Harry. she's she's going she's, she's gonna to go ballistic and just ruin everything. But I feel sorry for her old man. 
And also, her, like her half family who aren't invited to the wedding, they've all come over. Of course they have. Because they'll be on like, well, they'll be on Good Morning Britain, I know, because they've been on Good Morning Britain quite a lot. Um, they'll be doing what they would have done if they'd have been invited. They can sit back and criticise, yeah. except this time they've got a microphone on yeah. their faces. Um, but I feel sorry for her dad. He's been stitched up like a kipper. I feel sorry for everyone concerned. Who'd well, want to get married in front of the whole well, country? Who, get, Half who, of whom aren't interested. Who, who, imagine... Right. Imagine, like, apparently he's quite a reclusive guy, right? He's quite shy. He lives in uh, Mexico. Mexico. And you're going to walk your, your bride, your, your daughter down the aisle. That's a nerve-wracking thing for any dad, I can imagine. But in front of nearly two billion people. So many people are going to watch it, they reckon. Two billion people. Doing it in front of two billion people? What the? F- he's not going to do it, though, is he? He wants to. He's in hospital. No, he'll, be, he'll do it. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. What, what, what does she do for a living? Well, now Harry. Yeah. Okay. What does she? What did she? All right, sister. What, what did she? What did she do for a living? Acting. In. Teleprograms. American dramas. It's a cliffhanger. All this, <laughs> seriously, I thought this from. I thought this from day one. It's a cliffhanger. Will he get to the wedding on time? I bet her mum gives her away. It'll be. Th- do you want to, I bet you 20 quid, he gives her away. 20 quid, we'll make it interesting. 20 quid, yeah, yeah, make it interesting. It's a cliffhanger. I've seen these American shows. He's either going to get shot by the CIA, or oh, he's going to walk her down the aisle. It's one of those two things. It's either going to be a lost kind of thing, where they don't mind bumping off the main characters, or it's going to be your, your general, you know, general hospital type vibe, and he'll be there. He'll turn up, you know. Oh, Daddy's not going to make it. Oh, God, I'm going to walk down the aisle on my own. Tap on the shoulder. I'm here, honey. Oh, Daddy. I would never let you down, baby. No, film it all. I will never let you down, baby. Nick Witchell behind, hovering with a camera. The bastard. That's what Prince Charles called him, didn't <laughs> it? Groveling, just, groveling bastard. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, he will definitely be there. But, I mean, those pictures. <laughs> have you seen the pictures that he set up? No, are they obvious? <laughs> there was a brilliant tweet that Kathy Burke retweeted. Um, let me see if I can find it, because it's very, very funny. Of the... Um, it's very funny. Very funny. Hang on a second. Of one of the pictures of him um, that was... Fa- Here we go. Look, look, look. So look, that's one of the pictures, him reading Images oh, of Oh, I Britain. saw those. So they were set up, were they? Uh, that, that one's set up, right? Him reading a book, Images of Britain. And then they're comparing it with... Picture <laughs> of a map falling the down. <laughs> the pasty couple. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they've got to do the old fella with the porno. <laughs> it's just... The old fella with the porno, Bill. The perplexed face. Remember that one? I don't remember that. Yeah, one. there's no, a couple standing in front of. I think they got charged. <laughs> they got charged loads for like a sex hotline or something. Yeah. And they're both holding the bill up, and she's looking disgusted, and he's looking a little bit worried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, he's he's trying to make a few quid. It, also, the royal family. Surely, the royal family, like courtiers and jesters and ladies in waiting, should have been sent over there. Should have bought him, bought him all the clobber, and yeah. then brought him over to to England and put him up in the Cairngorms or somewhere, you know, somewhere like that, Checkers, something like that, where the Queen lives. It does seem like they're being allowed to fly free a bit. Mm, mm. Here's the thing. I my only suggestion to him to be would just just watch out for Prince Philip. Oh God, he's got previous. He's got previous. Just be careful. Drive. Just just. Use use public transport. Um, hit walk if you if walking is an option. Walk, just be careful. Just be just be careful. 
Hey, by the way, you know Rainbow George called in last night and was um, saying about how um, the, the Donald Trump putting the um, the American embassy in, in Jerusalem... Yeah, was signalling the end of days. ...was, was a conspiracy by um, extreme right-wing Christian preachers to try and make the predictions and revelations come true. Turns out, yeah, that a lot of people actually think that's what's going on because the two Christian um, preachers that gave speeches at the start and the end of the ceremony are people that genuinely believe in revelations and that that one of their their teachings is that once all the Jews move to uh, Israel, then Christ will come back and they will have to convert to Christianity or they will uh, live eternity in hell. They believe that. They actually believe that. But more importantly to Trump, they've got loads of money. Uh, I know what my idea of hell would be like. Sat talking to this guy for two minutes. Good evening, Glyn. Good evening, Ian. How are you? Yeah, that's, listen, let, we, that question is being struck from, from, this conv- from this radio show. I do apologise. You're talking about Armageddon. The only Armageddon I know was the film. I thought it was brilliant. Which well, film? Pooh with Ben Affleck. Which film was Armageddon? Was that the one with The Rock coming to Earth? Yes, this film is brilliant. That's, that's the best Armageddon. Forget, forget all your religion and everything like that. Religion, religion is nonsense. Yep. Um, someone's just anyway. sent, me, sent me a Julia Hartley Brewer tweet, but I can't read it because she's blocked me. So, uh, have you seen this? What a, a bell she is. Um, so, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what that is. Uh, well, anyway, can, can, I, can I sing you a song for... Um, what you were doing before? Um, I don't know because the song you did last night really sucked the soul out of the show. I thought. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's I know okay. I can't sing much. Oh, that's okay. Um, anything else you'd like to say? Yeah, I like to sing. Are you lonely, Glyn? Oh, my wife's here and my dog's here. But but you can be you can be surrounded by people and still be lonely. Do you feel? Do you ever feel lonely? Uh, doesn't everybody? I don't know. I genuinely don't know if everybody does. I, I think some people actually don't. Do you feel lonely, Ian? Yeah, I do, a lot of the time, yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. I asked, because I detected it and recognised it in you. So we have something in common? It would appear so, yeah. Hmm. When do you feel your loneliest? Um... When I'm working 12, 15 hours a day. Yeah. And is that, do you work, do you work on your own or do you just work with people that you, you have nothing in common with? I work for myself, Ian. Right. Um, I'm struggling to pay me debts. So. Yeah, yeah. Is it, well, you, is you it, have converted me. Does it feel like you're going backwards? Um, no, I'm going forward. You are going forward. Oh, well, that's good. Well, that's good. I'm going forward. I've got a tax man off my back. Yay! That's a that's always that's a bonus. You managed to turn that around. Um, tax man was extremely unfair, but that that is a serious story. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you have converted me. I think you're a fun guy now. Um. Uh, well, thank you. I'm glad you think that. Maybe I'll convert you in it to, to think I'm a knob again. I don't know. These things, you know, they're not set in stone. Oh, well, no, you, you're doing all right. But can, can I sing you a song? Do you know what? I'm going to let you sing a song, yes. It's a simple song. Okay. You ready? Yeah, we're ready. <coughs> Excuse me, can I just compose myself? 
Apparently, Julia Hartley Brewer tweeted uh, this. Fat women are complaining about a fat tax forcing them to pay extra for their clothes because they're a larger size. Surely, if they can afford all that extra food, you can afford a few quid more for your clothes. Has she actually tweeted that? Can you look at her feed? Because I'm blocked. This is what Jason has, uh, has sent me, but but I can't... I can't believe. Sounds like the sort of thing she would no. like. No. Not Miss Hartley Brewer. No. Let's have a quick break while we look for that. This is Talk Radio. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats and gin-soaked boys and girls. Is that <laughs> If you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my... The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome to indeed, guys. If you're very welcome to indeed, guys. If that's what you want. That's what you're gonna get. Um. Yes, 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 yes. I see how I'm. Um, uh... Anyway, right. So uh, let us go to after midnight. Catherine's going to do a murder. Catherine's going to do a murder. Um, it, um <laughs> oh, where's the thing I was going to do? Oh, here we go. Emojis. I, I, I don't use emojis. I'm always slightly disappointed when, um, uh, I, like an adult that I like and respect does emojis. It just, it, it, it disappoints me. No end. Um, and so I was talking to someone today, on, on, and they sent like some emojis. I said, oh, for goodness sakes, come on. Come on, guys, we're in our 40s. Let's use words. Let's use words. It's not like you'd be sat uh, uh, having a conversation, and then they'd, wanna, they'd punctuate it by drawing a little picture. Or Catherine would. She would draw a, a, a crying cactus. Six billion emojis are sent around the world every day. And the winking, the winking face character, yeah, that's right, is the least popular. It was it, it was voted the biggest emoji turnoff according to a new poll poll. But while soaring numbers of us are using them to express ourselves, how much do you know about the humble symbols? Nadine Linge presents the fifteen top facts. Emojis are descended from the 1990s favourite emoticons. I don't know if that's... Uh, they weren't my favourite. You fan of emoticons? Emojis? No, I think they're for people who can't spell. OK. Where punct- so emoticons are punctuation marks, numbers and letters used to represent a face or a feeling. But the first emojis as we use them today were created in 1999 by Japanese artist... Shigetaka Kurita, who wanted to use a symbol rather than words to convey information. Well, that's that, that's hier- hieroglyphics. That's hieroglyphics. And um, there's those annoying puzzles where it'll be words and then a picture. 
mm-hmm. and you had to the picture was was like the words you had to say. Do you remember those? So it'd be like um, today I went to the then there'd be a picture of shops, shops, uh, but the 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 prices were two. Then it'd be like a picture of a deer, deer, you know all that. I, yeah. I hate all that stuff. I hate that stuff. His original collection of 176 emojis, including icons for the weather traffic, for the weather, traffic, technology and time, is on display at the Museum of Modern Art in New York. These facts better get good, because they're quite dull. The word comes from the Japanese E, picture, and moji character. Um... There is now an official body called Unicode, which is in charge of emojis. What does that mean, in charge of emojis? It lists an amazing 2,666 different characters. Oh, here we go. Here we go. These are good. I could... I, ah, right. This could be the next, the next thing for me. Celebs have got in the act. Kim Kardashian, uh, Kardashian has her, her range of Kimojis... That mostly based around her famous bum hole. <laughs> While Justin, hole, Bieber, Justin Bieber has his own Justmoji based around his bum hole. Tattooed around his bum hole. Taylor Swift was bombarded by snake, snake emojis by Kim Kardashian and Kanye West after a 2016 bust up with them, insinuating she was slippery and not to be trusted. Mm. Is that true? Yeah. Flipping idiots. Uh, mean girls. Idiots! Can you imagine Kim Kardashian and, and Kanye West? I mean, I would, um, I wouldn't block their numbers. I'd tweet their numbers. So, by the by the way, guys, here's Kanye West's phone number. You might, if you want to, call him up. Has anyone ever done that? That's a strange thing, isn't it? Phone numbers, like mm. phone numbers, are very secret and, and private. I recently changed my phone number. It's very freeing. But um, has anyone ever like leaked? You know, like a big celebrities like like Kanye West or Bobby Davro or someone. Has anyone put online his? Uh, I know Chris Morris. I know Tony Livesey at the when he was the editor of the Daily Sport before he went to BBC Five Live and became legit. Posted Chris Morris's phone number on I think the front page of the Sport. So it was, after, it was after the brass eye about paedophiles, and it was this is Chris. This is his phone number. Phone him up and tell him what you think about it. And Chris Morris very swiftly changed his phone number to uh, something uh, something like, "Hi, you've called the um, the, uh, the uh, you've called the sport hotline. Thanks so much. Please leave your message now." And and people thought it was a thing, but yeah, that was that's a, that, that's the only time I could think that that's that's happened. You would think it would happen more that yeah. celebrities' numbers would be leaked all over the place. You would think so. Oh, here we go. Here we go. People who use emojis have more sex. According, I would say they have um, emo- emoji of a hand and, in a fist and emoji of a spurt. Users were more likely to report romping at least once a month and were seen as flirty. Mm. Do you know what I hear there? Go on. People that use emojis are more likely to boast about how much sex they're having. Oh, I don't use emojis. Aubergine, I'm, I'm, aubergine, pe- uh, peach. I'm having, I'm having, I'm sexing, I'm sexing all all the days these days, <laughs> and I don't use emojis, so that's 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 fine there. The most popular symbol is crying with laughter, followed by hearts. They also got here we go, here we go, here we go, PCGM. 
They also got a diversity update in 2015 with five new skin tones and same-sex couples. I don't see any emojis in wheelchairs or with guide dogs. Violent emojis are increasingly being accepted as evidence of threats. Wow. I've seen the fist ones. Um, Well, it's either violence or good night. In in 2016, a court in France convicted a man of threatening his ex-girlfriend by including a gun sign. Oh, my. What was the case? What was the case I was watching where... um, that happened oh it was it was um it was judge render i thought it was a real <laughs> he's not even a real judge is he not no he's a barrister isn't he is he a qc or something he's not he's not a judge um since then google apple samsung whatsapp and twitter have all removed the gun emoji in favor of a water pistol well um i'm not, not even joking here the water pistol of course is quite often used in these acid attacks so you know i just go back to the gun or a catapult um, there are 104 proposed emojis which could be released next year. They include a waffle, an otter, falafel, butter, orangutan, a one-piece swimsuit, and Kim Kardashian's bumhole. <laughs> I can see why the waf- waffle might be useful. The waffle. The waffle. Here we go. This is it. This is it. We found it. I knew there was a reason I was reading this. We found it, Catherine. This is the next thing. Gold. Anyone can submit a proposal to add a new emoji. Crying cactus. Oh, the crying cactus. Um, Unicode requires... A Sam doesn't know what a crying cactus is. Do you? Do you want me to show you? Okay. Unicode requires a prototype of the emoji... An explanation... Okay, so that's the prototype, is that drawing. Basically, it's a penis that's um, squirting. Or a rocket. Um, An explanation of how and why people would use it, Catherine? Um, To signify that someone is being an idiot. And what its addition would mean for the greater emoji language. It's the first thing anyone draws on a new pad. Come on. But And if a pad is left, if someone has left a pad behind, you always go about five, six... 10 pages in and draw it there. Blackboards, whiteboards, yeah. whatever. Something's going on there. <laughs> but emojis. Oh, here we go. Emojis have their serious side, a bit like me. For people who can't read or speak the same language, they can be used to help share informazioni, such as a mosquito to represent illnesses such as malaria and Zika. What? They also inspired a 2017 film, The Emoji Movie, which was mauled by critics and flopped at the box office. That's despite starring legend, acting legend Patrick Stewart as the poo emoji. It's actually a really good film. My kids really enjoyed it. It's, it's, do you know what? It is a really, really funny film. Kids watched it a lot recently. I watched it at least twice in the last week. It's funny, man. It's funny. It's heartfelt. I think it's clever. And um, it's, a good old, it's a good old rom. I give it, I give it five bags of popcorn. Teddy you used to write a lot in emojis. Yeah. Carrie Fisher. Well, look at her now. So we could add a fact here. Using emojis may, may lead to you dying. Yeah. It's possible. In the end, it will. Um, another good film based on, like, well, the emoji wasn't even based on a game, but another good film based on a, a phone app is the Angry Birds movie. That's a, yeah. That is a funny film. Mighty Eagle! 
That's a funny film, man. It's a, these are good films, and it should have been... That should have been a stinker. But again, I watched The Angry Birds a couple of weeks ago, again, and it was um, it was a great film. How many bags? I'll give it five bags of popcorn and... And a hot dog? And, uh, uh, yeah, a hot dog. That's what I would How do. many sodas? No I sodas. I won't give it any sodas. Um, I thought it was a good film. Certainly better than Sherlock Gnomes, which was all right. But it was, it was, it was uh, but Sherlock Gnomes is be- the, the worst of all of those movies. Ha- by mo- those movies, I mean cartoons. Has to be flushed away. No, Peanuts movie. Oh, the Peanuts is just boring. Yeah, but really Peanuts, but, but Peanuts is always boring. Charlie Brown, Snoopy. It's, it's always it's not for children, is it? No, it's for nostalgic losers and serial killers. Um, it's boring, but um, flushed away. I just thought. It looked cheap. Shane Ritchie was like the main guy in it, wasn't he? No, he, no, he wasn't. He was a supporting actor. He was, he was Hugh Jackman. Oh, well, the, the thing and is, Kate Winslet. Well, the thing is, though, if if, if someone goes and says we've got half a million um, dollars, would you do, would you spend three days doing the voiceover for a cartoon? Yeah, sure. Why the not? Girls love flushed away. No, it's but they're wrong on this one. This is one where actually I think kids are wrong. Oh, I think my boys like it as well, but mm. they're wrong. It's a terrible. Terrible! It's badly animated. It's badly written. It's unfunny. It's got a, a, a pony cast in it. Um, it's it's an awful, awful film. Whereas Angry Birds and Emoji, funny as hell, man. My kids um, found a joke where there wasn't one because in it, um, the mum says, "Oh, he looks like Tom Jones. It's Tom Jones." Now yeah. my kids know Tom Jones as being a really old man. Oh, so they were thinking that the old lady was thinking oh. he was an old fella. Isn't that funny? Mm. It's a funny old world. Dear listener, we have another hour of this nonsense to go. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you can call us about absolutely anything you want. There is no agenda. There are no rules. You can give us a call about anything. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There are places I remember all my life Though some have changed Some forever Not for better Some have gone on And some remain All these places have their moments With lovers and friends I still can recall Some are dead And some are living I know I'll often 
stop and think about them In my life I love you more years ago yesterday we lost him that's actually quite nice it's better than this this is uh big fan of the beach boys kid moon you'd never know by listening to this so there we go uh, <laughs> Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Don't forget, you can listen to Talk Radio on DAB. You can download the app, or you can go to talkradio.co.uk. You can watch the show. Hello, viewers. You can watch it on Periscope TV slash Ian Lee, or if you go to YouTube.com slash Ian Lee I A I N L W E. Uh, you can uh, watch us there. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining in and taking part in the show. Paul Ross is on at one o'clock. Um, you can uh, call us until then. And you know the rules, guys. You know the rules. You can call us about absolutely anything you want to talk. We'll sit here and we'll talk rubbish and we'll talk about what's going on in the papers and, you know, talk nonsense and play silly word games and things like that. Um, but you can call in and join in on any of those things. Or if you want to phone in and, and just check in and say, Do you know, what? I'm having a really lousy day or I'm having a really brilliant day or whatever. You can call in about that. This isn't one of those shows that um, <clears throat> I'm so bored of listening to now. I'm really bored of listening to the shows where, um, you know, it's for the first hour. We're going to talk about Israel. And then the second hour, we're going to talk about Jacob Rees-Mogg. And then the third hour, we're going to talk about the royal wedding. You know, I, um, and I've been finding myself listening to, to phone-in radio less and less. What are you doing? Folding up this crying cactus so okay. no one finds it. Okay, it's quite noisy. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing it right by a microphone. You know that these pick up noises and things. Well, they don't pick up my voice. They pick up... Just put it in the bin. But someone will find it. Well, just just scrunch it and put it in the bin. Trying to do trying to do an impassioned plea to the listeners. Well, I've lost my thread now. Oh yeah, I'm I'm finding listening to phone-in radio. I I do it less and less. There's there's a a guy I used to listen to a lot. I was listening the other day, and I texted our mate. I said, "You know what? He's actually really boring." It's actually really boring. If it's the same person I'm th- you're uh, you're thinking of that I'm thinking of. He's got quite negative. Oh no, I'm not talking about Nick Abbott. Nor am I. Oh, go on. Oh, go on. Go on. Go on. Who are you talking about? Oh, okay. Right. Um, no, um, I, I've not. I've not been around to listen to Nick for 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 a while. I'm not asleep. I'm not asleep by then. Um, no, I, I just. Um, 
I just finding it all so there's there's a few people there's a, I tell you who I, I'm really digging at the moment. I like Paul between one and five. Um, I like Paul a lot, although not not really a phone in show. Though I think if people phoned in, he'd be more than happy to talk to you. But I like that. I think there's a lot of work goes into that you know especially as the fact is between one and five in the morning when a lot of people just coast it and he gets he gets a lot of good guests and a lot of interesting things and you know if you're bored by you know you don't like one guest he's got 20 minutes later he'll have someone else on and he, he rattles through it there's a lot of energy for a nighttime show so i like that i also like listening it's on the same time uh on bbc london i like that although it's, he has the same six callers every night the same six callers and they're so rude they're so rude, those callers. I messaged him the other day and said, how the hell do you not lose your temper with those people? And he said, I'm a very laid-back man. So I, I, I thought, yeah, so I like listening to him because I like him. I like him and I like his interactions. Um, i trying to think who else, as in a phone-in show, because I love Howard Hughes, but that's not really a phone-in show. I like falling asleep to Howard. I like Bob Mills, but that's not Mike really... Mike Graham does a cracking job, I think. Oh, do you know what, actually? Yeah, you're right. I was listening to a bit of Mike Graham today, um, today and yesterday, and, um, yeah, it was good. It was really good. Again, another thing where it's like 15, 20 minutes, move on to the next thing, 15, 20, and he doesn't give a stuff. And I, don't, I, dis- I disagree with... About 75% of what comes out of his gob. But he puts it in such an entertaining way. I think Daisy McAndrew, who's been doing it with him as well, I think she's brilliant. I've always Katie Perry, that who's normally with him, is fantastic I've as not, well. I've not heard much with oh, her. I've heard she's bits. so yeah, good. I, yeah, I've, I've heard bits. I, I've heard bits with her. But I've, I, I've, I've kind of... But, yeah, I've been listening to... I like, I've always liked Daisy. I've always liked Daisy. When she was, she was at LBC at the same time as me, I think a slight crossover. And I've always thought that she was good. But Mike Graham, Mike Graham's great. And nobody better tell him this, but I actually... Um, yeah, James and Ash. James and Ash, but I don't listen to it very much because um, we're getting ready for our show, or we're having supper, or we're watching telly, or we're doing whatever we have to do to get the vibe. The thing is, being at home or being in my car and listening to a phone-in show, I'm bored of Ferrari. Never listen to Julia Hartley Brewer because I think her views are obnoxious. Um, um, James O'Brien. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just, it's not really a lot going on, really. Not really a lot going on. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the phone number. Let's go to James. It's not James O'Brien, is it? Hello. Hello, mate. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. What have you got? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just on my way. I was just on my way home from open mic night in Nottingham. Oh, yeah. What, but comedy and or music? That, yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> Thank uh, God, doing, Yeah. Sorry? Was it comedy or was it music or was it both? No, it was music. Okay, was. here we go. There was a comedian, but he was awful. Oh, well, a lot of them are. <laughs> so, so did, you, did you perform? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've been to two, actually. I've performed at both. Um, uh, oh, hang on. And, uh, I do James Taylor stuff. Are you, are you, where, where, where are you? I can hear, are you at home now? No, I'm sitting in the car. Right, but with the keyboard ready to go? No, with a guitar. Oh, well, go on then. Give us a bit of James Taylor. All right, then. Uh, how about You've Got a Friend? Uh, the reason I want to sing it is because it's Mental Health um, Week. Yeah. And for all those who are lonely and feel they haven't got friends, this is for them. Well, OK, here we go. I love, love it, James right. Taylor, yeah. OK, can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK. Oh, he's good! <laughs> When you're down 
So you've is it, you've only done two of these open nights. Sorry, you've only done two of these open mic nights. No, I, I, I go every week, but I did, I did two different venues tonight. Oh, oh, oh he's doing the circuit, oh, mate. 
Yeah, I, I do stuff like Tracy Chapman, you know. Oh, no, 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 don't, don't, no, don't. I can't stand Tracy. I can't stand Tracy Chapman. I oh, know you can't. I you can't stand her. Oh God, I think she's so maudlin. <laughs> but James Taylor, we love that. Hey, James, that was brilliant, mate. Thank you for that. It's my pleasure. Cheers, fella. What a lovely man. What a lovely sound. Oh, I maybe want to. Get- Go on. Maybe we want to get come back. Yeah, well, when I when I when I move, if I move, if it ever happens, I'm taking all the guitars with me. Obviously, they're mine, and uh, I'm going to set them up and play them. They're all they're all stuck in a room. All these guitars and a man alive. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Dead of night discourse for disco queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy farmers aye, aye. and distant fathers. Yeah, whatever. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On talk radio. Yes, great. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So, um, Catherine has been um, looking for murders after um, last night's talking about the American Yorkshire Ripper, um, George, what was his name? George Burns. What was he called? Who was the guy? Anyway, the guy built um, a castle that was a murder torture palace. Mm-hmm. And it sounded absolutely brilliant, but horrific at the same time. So um, we, have, we thought Catherine could find maybe another murder uh, and talk about it now. And we've got, I've got some... Well, no, well, let's not, let's not be hasty. Uh-huh. Oh, all right. Okay, fine. Okay, I thought I thought I thought you might have um, captured those those files and uh, done that. A message from Mr. Ian Lee. Oh. What? Take care, because he cares. There we go. Thank you, Tony Blackburn. That's nice. Okay. Well, we'll do, we'll do that later on then. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're very very welcome to. Ah, there was a story. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, guys. Here we go. Glitterbum is cheeky new Insta craze. What? Glitter boobs are so 2017. I missed glitter boobs? Boobs of glitter? I missed them? This year is all about the glitter booty. <laughs> Giving your bum some sparkle is an Instagram hit and set to be a fester- festival favourite. I don't know what this means. Bonnie McLaren looks at some cracking efforts. Oh. So there's pictures of, of arses, ladies' arses, and they're, you know, delightful arses, but covered in glitter. You know, you know what I mean. I can tell you've not got little girls. So they glitter their arses. If you sit down arses. anywhere in my house, that's what's going to happen to you. Oh, no, we have a lot. Well, no, boys, boys play with glitter oh, as well. Really? Yeah, we've got, we got glitter and all of that stuff. But, um, so there's, there's basically, there's just different bums. I don't understand why this is a thing. There's different bums, and they've got glitter on them and they've done that thing again that seems to be a thing these days which is hoying your pants up your crack as far as it'll go that is i mean that one's uneven that's all over the place that's uh yeah that's 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 the the look at the moment isn't yeah. it that you hungry do, bum you do hungry bum you do that um and people seem to go nuts for it yeah i don't like it i don't um, it doesn't look comfortable doesn't look comfortable the chafe um Two rival ice cream parlours are at war. Ice cream, well, that's, this isn't new, because ice cream uh, um, men, and it was men primarily, ice cream men have always been at war. In Glasgow, actual violence. Duncan Bannatyne started out as an ice cream man, um, and uh, he got, I think he got 
involved in some argy-bargy and yeah. a little bit of violence with the ice creams. And before that, of course, ice cream was a source of a lot of disease. What? Yeah, when ice cream first became a thing, like hun- a couple of hundred years ago, mm-hmm. they didn't do cornets yeah. or tubs. You had a penny lick. Oy. And you all used the same You all used the we same We had a girl pots. at school who must have been talking about that. A penny lick. Yeah. And people were getting all kinds. And a... They traced it back to the um, ice cream. What can you get from, what could you get though, like? Syphilis. Anything that you get from spit, germs, tuberculosis. That yeah. Penny lick. I'll have a, a TB sixty nine, please. <laughs> <laughs> Two rival ice cream parlors are at war after one accused the other of copying its special Sundays. George Johnson and Lily Trunfall, who run the parlor say a nearby branch of Mr Sims' old sweet shops, shoppy, old shoppy. There's lots of these shops, pop, these oldie sweetie shoppies popping up everywhere. I never go Just in them. Just means everything's in a jar. Yeah, I never go in them. I do miss, I do, I don't want to, you know, hark back, but I do miss going in and getting some, you know, penny chews a and A quarter things. of... Yeah, cola cubes and uh, bonbons, toffee bonbons. Um, the nearby branch of Mr Sims' Ye oldie sweetie shoppy swiped pictures of their individually designed ices and passed them off as its own. So he's, he's nicked the pictures. He's actually nicked. There's, the, he's, there's the pictures. Look, he's nicked the pictures. Um, the couple claim the names of the Sundays sold in their shop in Arundel, West Sussex, have also been nicked and the menu copied. But, um, but Joseph Crouch, who he, he, he right so he run he's the Joseph Crouch who runs the Horsham branch of the Mr Sims Ye Olde Sweetie Shoppy franchise said there have been threats to torch his shop since the row blew up on Facebook George that's the first guy with the lady 41 whose Sundays include wild unicorn nutty nutella and spunky spittle <laughs> said I think for legal reasons you've got to say he's not selling spunky spittle Okay, I mean, I would buy it. Said he'd taken pictures from our social media and simply threw them up on his own page, pretending they were his desserts. Then we found a copy of his menu, which is pretty much the same as ours, including the font and Sunday name we came up with. Lily21 said... He'd even used a snap that had our name etched in a wafer. Oh, yeah, it does. Look, look, it's the same picture. It's the same picture. Joseph has now removed the online pictures and menus. He said, we are aware of the situation on Facebook. We have reached out to the parlour to try and make amends. They have not responded to our offerings. Due to the abusive and threatening nature of the comments online, I've had to refer the matter to the police. In it though, in it. Here's the thing. I like these ice cream parlours, and you, they do all kinds of things. They do waffles with ice cream, cookie dough, hot cookie dough with ice cream. All of these wonderful things, these wonderful concoctions. There's nothing better than a banana split. Banana split. It's a banana cut down the middle with a bit of vanilla ice cream in the middle. If you're feeling flush. Vanilla, strawberry, chocolate, and some spray cream on top. But that's it. Some hundreds and thousands. That's it. A banana split. Failing that, I'll have a Knickerbocker glory, please. That's it. All this fancy. Um, uh, you have a crap. You have a going and you have a crap. 
and then um, you have a uh, you, you, you crap on an ice cream. Um, I don't even. I wouldn't even order that. I wouldn't order a crap. Why'd you order? A... Do you mean it? Do you I'm... mean a pancake? I, I don't. I don't. Is that they put it into that shape? Do they? They beat it into the shape. Why? That's just. You talk about getting um, syphilis from um, that girl at school. Well, you're going to get worse if you eat. If you eat crap, you are what you eat. And if you eat that, but then the kids, crap. The kids, well, the, the kids love a crap. Um, so I let them. What eat your it. kids do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you yeah. let them eat that. I let them eat. That. What in front of you? Uh, yeah, but so, but uh, 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 the, the banana boat song. What do they call it? Ban- uh, banana split is for me is the thing. I made ice cream today. Boozy ice cream for your friend who's blown you out. Yeah, so oh, I'll have to eat go. it all by myself. I never. I never liked booze in... I never liked booze in the... You ruin a really good trifle by putting sherry in it. Mm. What is that about? Yeah. Don't do that. Just make a nice... Just make... And I I like... For me, trifle should be those sponge fingers. That should be the base. Make the base ladies out of sponge... Ladies' fingers? No, ladies' fingers is okra. Sponge fingers. Okra? What's okra? Okra is ladies' fingers. Oh. Sorry? The green... Hey. The thing. Okra. What? You know what okra is, it? is this have i entered a parallel universe where people don't know that ladies fingers is okra i thought that in english they're ladies fingers in french they're long de chat um well, i don't care what those they long, are those biscuits no that have got that's sugar not, on yeah that's not a lady's finger yes it is no it's not what it's is a, it then it's a, it's a sponge finger it's not ladies ladies fingers is okra what's okra okra <laughs> why am i saying can someone phone me up please oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Can someone phone me up, please, and settle the, this debate once and for all? Right? Have I had? Have I gone mad? It's like a little blood vessel burst in my brain, and suddenly, uh, is that in that episode of the Twilight Zone, uh, the remake that's got? Um, I think Bruce Willis might be in it. No, he's not. He's in the one where he Bruce Will. There are two Bruce Willises. The one where the lady doesn't understand. She wakes up and she's speaking English, but everyone is speaking like gobbledygook English, and she has to learn like the word for dinosaur is Wednesday and stuff like that. Is, is that are you having what, an episode? Is that of the Twilight Zone? Is that what has happened? Okra, okra. The f- why don't you understand okra? Okra is the green thing you get in. Um, it's like in Chinese restaurants. Ladies' fingers. There's a phone call. Take it, Sam. Phone them straight back. They're going to back me up. Meanwhile, if you want the Evil Dead, I can give it to you. Okay. Well, um, hang on a second because I'm, I, this is far more important now. This is way. This is way more important now. Um, we're waiting for Sam to to call this It'll person. Someone back saying, "What's okra?" It'd be someone going, "Yeah, Ian, you're right. Actually, you're right. Lady's fingers is okra. How could anyone? <laughs> how could anyone not even know that? Okra, Sam." God damn it, boy, phone them back quicker. God damn it. I can't wait this long to be proven right. You can have a rustle at this rate. Um, a brand or a hearty. Right, James. Hello, Mr Lee, good evening. James, speak to her, please, and correct her. I'm se- yes, I'm setting an argument, because okra does, in, t- in fact, uh, it's called lady fingers, and we eat them in Jamaica. And what do, and what do they look like? Jamaica. Yeah, Jamaica. Jamaica. No, she went to her own accord. It tastes like food as well, apparently. It tastes right. like food. So what does what does what does okra ladies' fingers look like, please, James? 
So it looks, it's kind of like the That's not a lady's finger, Catherine. It's the finger of a docker. <laughs> Sorry, it's like James. Like a pea pod, like a pea pod. If you can imagine a pea pod, but it's got it's got kind of a funny shape to it, like a. Like Hang on a, a minute, James. Are you ja- are you Jamaican? Yeah, man. Right? Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Born in Jamaica, man. Oh, well, or are you just doing the doing the chalky accent? I don't know <laughs> no, anything. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm born in a place called Saint Elizabeth in Jamaica. Your okay, your good. listeners will know that, right? But, well, they, my listeners will know that you were born in Saint Elizabeth, and they, they go, yeah, "Oh, yes." No, they'll know, they'll know where Saint Elizabeth is. It's but, in Jamaica. But we had a kid phoning up pretending he was from Wyoming. Oh, uh, no, no, I'm definitely an original. Ask me a question on Jamaica, anything you want. Oh, uh, okay, um, okay, all right, all right, if I've got a question on Jamaica, how many people live there? About two and a half million. He, he's, he's from Jamaica. But here's the thing, here's the thing, and I don't want to get into a fight with James, because James is agreeing with me and is destroying you, but, James, may I pick you up on one thing? Go on. They don't just eat it in Jamaica. No, I'm saying that's where I know it from, but it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a food, right? It's a food, and, it, you, you, and it's a vegetable. Okay. Now, can we it's have someone who knows we about... Eat it with, we eat it with steamed fish. Okay. There we go. That and you get it in Chinese, you get it in Chinese food as well. And yeah, they eat it a lot in Africa, too. It's, um, it's, got, uh, it's got a slightly bitter taste. It's nice, nice, though. It's got a crunch yeah, to I it. Think, I think if you, uh, if you go to a, 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 a curry house, you, you might have something called bindi bhaji, which I think... Bindi bhaji. Is bindi bhaji is that is that okra with a in a sauce? Yeah, it could be. It could be actually. It could be. And then and they're not just to just to clarify, James, because I bet your mum used to make a cracking trifle, didn't she? Yeah, man. Yeah, of course she did. Of course she did. <laughs> right, ladies' fingers yeah. aren't sponge fingers, think, are they? I think they're both called ladies' no, fingers. No, you mean like the sponge fingers that go around the outside of a sort of a, a sort of a trifle thing? Yes, I do, James! This guy's great. Are you about the same age? Are you about 46? Do you know, you're good at this, you know. I'm 51. Oh, I'm not good you're enough. Not I'm, no, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm more than two years out, it don't count. But we are of a similar age, so we, we would have had... Guys, uh, hang on a minute, we're um, reminiscing about trifles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how many trifles you made? Uh, no, my mum used to make them. Yeah. How many trifles right? have you made? Don't, my nan used to make them. How many trifles has this guy made? Well, I don't loads. Know. No, I've eaten loads of trifles, man. I, I made lo- trifles no. and I put ladies' fingers in them. In them or around them? In, in the bottom, but and you soak it in here's, booze. Here's the, thing, here's the thing, Catherine. No, that's broken biscuits in the bottom of a trifle. Hell no. Here's the thing, Catherine. You've been making trifle wrong. Your whole life, right? We, James and I, were eating a lot of trifle in the seventies and the eighties, right? A lot of and that was that was peak trifle. That was peak. I tell you what, you don't get any more, James. Go on, blamange. No, because it's bloody Ooh. awful. I used to love a pink blamange. <laughs> did you used to have custard powder with your to make your custard, or did was it made it from was, scratch? It, no, oh God, no, it was custard powder. It was definitely it was it was bird's custard powder. Oh, out of the tin. We used to love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love a bit of custard powder. But uh, no, uh, no one <laughs> no one actually made real custard. That never happened. That can't have happened. I bet your mum did a cracking trifle like my nan did. Oh, oh. I'd love... But I, and the thing is, James, at Christmas, right, no one makes trifle anymore, unfortunately, but we buy one from Marx's, right? I can do... I'm the only one in the house that likes it. I can do a whole Marx's trifle in one setting. Oh, you greedy thing. So here's the thing. When yeah. I used to eat trifle as a 10-year-old, my mum used to sneak a bit of sherry in, especially at Christmas. Ooh. I, do, I don't like the sherry in the trifle, but did you did you like... I always When I was a kid and I used to drink um, uh, Shandy Bass, um, mm. I'd always feel a bit, little bit, little bit tipsy. Oh, a little bit, little bit boozy. 
<laughs> did you feel a bit drunk as an eight-year-old when you were eating your mum's trifle? Uh, yeah, tri- I used to have a trifle hangover the next day. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Is mum still with us, James? Yeah, man, she's in Jamaica right now. Get her to make a trifle! Yeah, man. We're going. Stop saying that. We go. I'm coming over there with you next time, James. I want one of your mum's trifles. Big things. Your name's on the list, man. Thank you, mate. Nice to talk to you, James. Cheers, fella. Ciao, bye. Ta-ta. Um, he knows his onions and his trifles. That guy is. That guy is great. I'm not having you two mansplaining trifle to me. Yep. <clears throat> well, you, you've been making it wrong. You're making it wrong. Uh, thank you, James. I like that. And we're not explaining trifles. We're explaining ladies' fingers. Is well, it okra? Don't explain ladies' fingers. I'm an owner of both sets of ladies' fingers. Okay. Well, it's okra. No. Yes, it is. Well, maybe they're both called that. How about well, that? Well, no. Well, no, they're not. And you've just shown me a picture that someone's tweeted you of of, of a box of ladies' fingers, and and it isn't veg. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you remember, but um, people were dicking around with Keith Moon's Wikipedia. Were they? Someone sent me screen grabs of the the birthday set, the date of death being the seventh of September, and also under occupation it said poo head. <laughs> so, so. So I don't. I, I would be very, very unless it's coming from my Twitter feed. Um, I would be very suspicious of. Um, it was, it's, it's a hacked Wikipedia site you're showing me. So what? What does that prove? Take take that to um, Judge Rinder. See what he's got to say about the thing. I don't respect his authority. Right. You ready for? You ready for a murder now? Because yeah. I'm, I'm going to murder you in a minute. Yeah. Right. Right. So let me get. Uh, this is going to get spooky, guys. So if you're easily triggered by really, really old murders, let's get some murder music. This is not. No. This is not music. I can't turn this off. You have to play this all the way to the end now. Sorry. Okay. We just, just sit through this and then we'll do... Nearly done. I'm going Halfway through. Nearly there, guys. Nearly done. You've been very, very patient. It is appreciated. So. Here we go. Murder. Go. She's been described as the most vicious female serial killer in all recorded history. Where fact ends and fiction begins oh. in her horrible story is now impossible to determine. Oh, yeah. But in her fame as a legendary vampire, she is outrivaled only by Count Dracula. Right. So is this a real person? It's a real person. All right. Okay. Because I don't want story. I don't want you know. I don't want Hammer Horror. Born in 1560. Okay. Elizabeth Bathory was endowed with looks, wealth, and excellent education. And stellar social position as one of the Bathory family who ruled Transylvania as a virtually independent yes. principality within the Kingdom of Hungary. There we go. When she was 11 or 12. Elizabeth was betrothed to Ferenc Nazajdi of another aristocratic Hungarian family. But a year later, she had a baby by a lower-order lover. Uh-oh. Nazajdi was reported to have had him castrated and then torn to pieces by dogs. 
Wow. The child, a daughter, was quietly hidden from view, and Elizabeth and Nazazdi were married in 1575 when she、yeah. was 14. Because Elizabeth socially outranked her husband, she kept the surname Bathory, which he added to his own. The young couple lived in the castles in Hungary at Sava and Zetza, now in Slovakia. But Ferenc was an ambitious soldier and was often away. So Elizabeth ran the estates, took various lovers, and bore her husband four children. She was forty-three when he died in 1604. Word was beginning to spread about her sadistic activities. It was said that she enjoyed torturing and killing young girls. Wowzers! At first, they were servants at her castles, daughters of the local peasants. But later, they included girls sent to her by local gentry families to learn good manners. She believed that drinking the blood of young girls would preserve her youthfulness and her looks. Witnesses told of her stabbing victims or biting their breasts. Hands, faces, and arms, cutting them with scissors, sticking needles into their lips, or burning them with red-hot irons, coins, or keys.、What? Some were beaten, some were starved. The story that Elizabeth used to bathe in their blood seems to have been added later on, but we can't be sure. Dirty cow. <laughs> Lutheran minister went to the Hungarian authorities, who eventually began an investigation in 1610. In December of that year, Elizabeth was arrested, and so were four of her favourite servants and intimates, who were accused of being her accomplices. They were tried; they were found guilty. Three of them were executed, and the fourth sentenced to life imprisonment. Elizabeth herself was not put on trial because of her family's standing, but she was shut up in the castle, held in solitary confinement in a room whose windows were walled up.、Ooh. She was fifty-four when she died there. Sixteen fourteen. Here's here's the here's the here's the here's the thing. Darling, I'm home. Oh, God, I'm just, I'm just having a bath. Don't come up. Oh, I'll come up. What? What the blood? What are you? Is that blood? You dirty mare! You dirt! You're going to ruin our towels. You、Gosh. dirty, dirty mare! Well, they didn't have radox back then, did no, they? No, they did. Or fen gel. They did not. <laughs> Outrageous. I. I could kill. I could murder. I could murder. Could you? Yeah, I think I could actually. Gosh, I, I, I thought about it. The mirror's not listening. It'll be in there.、Uh, um, I, I, I thought you've thought about it, haven't you? No. Oh, <laughs> Sam, you thought about murdering someone, killing someone. You thought about killing someone. Flip. Can someone phone me up? I'm dealing with two absolute bell cheeses. Of, of, not even. I was going to say humanity, but you that's an insult to to humans. And I think we might be dealing with a psychopath. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Phone me up if A you have thought about killing someone, and B if you haven't thought about killing someone. If you have not thought about killing someone, because I I would suspect that most people have thought about killing people at some. You've never thought about it. No. Ever. No. What? Not even if someone kidnapped your children. 
I haven't thought about that scenario. Have you not? No, but if you kill them, then you'll never find the kids. But okay, you 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 know where the kids are, yeah, and you've got them. I'd alert the authorities. Oh, f- f- dog on! Allow it to take its natural course. Dog on! I I would I would. Would I, you wheel in there with a machete? I'll kill them if they if they hurt my kids. I would kill them. So that's so that's definite. I would definitely do that. Well, well, you said you thought about killing someone. I thought you meant in particular. No, 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 no. Thought, so we thought about kill, killing them if they hurt my kids. Right? Got that? That's happening. That's happening. That's a definite. So then I work back a couple of steps. Killing them if they annoy your kids. <laughs> just kill it. Just kill. Yeah, killing them. Just killing them. Just killing someone. I think if I got really fired up, really, really got into it. I think I could do it. I think I could do it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You you you've thought about it, haven't you, dear listener? You must have thought. Everyone thought. I don't think about we should it. do these Evil Dead sections anymore. It brings out something. Is that what it's called now? Evil Dead. The evil Dead. Yeah. Okay. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Before Paul Ross comes in, don't let him hear this because he might be the person that we that we kill. We won't kill Paul Ross. I like Paul. We we are not killing anyone. It may, well, that would be that would be the good cover to kill someone that you like. Because it would make no sense. Would make absolutely no sense whatsoever. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, who, who would you like to kill? Who have you killed? Uh, we, we we you can change your name. <laughs> we're still we're not seeing that Jeffrey Dahmer thing tomorrow, are we? <laughs> well, yeah, we are actually. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, uh, the the genuine late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. <laughs> There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Mm. Um, during that break, we had loads of phone calls and everyone agreed with me, but so was, uh, I, I don't want to put them all on there because it would be silly. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, don't forget the podcast and all of that rubbish. Now listen to this. Right. Comedian Rod Hull's bad-tempered emu puppet is up for auction. No, thanks. Oh, I'd love that. You listen to how much they think it's going to get as well. The figure who famously floored chat show host Michael Parkinson in 1976 is being sold by a collector. Emu also destroyed the Queen Mother's bouquet of flowers after the 1972 Royal Variety performance. The snarling puppet was made for Rod Hull, who died aged 64 after a fall from his roof in 1999. Oh, this figure was one of several emus he used. Right, suddenly I'm not so interested in that. It might be one of the subs. It could reach up to... How much? 100,000? Frame you? Well, I don't know. Well, they're saying it could reach up to a thousand at a sale in Chippenham, Wiltshire on May thirty-first. Yeah. It'll be more than that. I'd be in five hundred for it. Would you? Yeah. I wouldn't want Emu. I'd want Jemima from uh, or Hamble. Hamble. What an ugly doll that was. All right, mate. A bit racist. Not at all. Auctioneer Richard Edmonds says it's amazing how people respond to Emu, even when he's just lying on the table. Staff are wary of getting too close to him. <laughs> Flipping idiots. <laughs> Flipping idiots. Amy was a great act. There's a, Someone retweeted, uh, I think Dredge retweeted it. I think it was a great clip. 
Rod Hull and Emu on the Johnny Carson show attacking Richard Pryor. <gasps> it's amazing. My cousin Jackie wouldn't go upstairs in my grandma's house yeah. because she was told Emu was up there. Wow. She kept going upstairs. They had to sort of persuade her not to. They bought an Emu puppet. You could get them, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah of course you could. And they just had it peep round the door once. It's a great never act. go up there again. When I started doing stand-up, I did a really weak routine about Rod Hull. Rod Hull had gone bankrupt or something, and I said that he was selling everything, including Emu, but he was still going to do the act. And so then I would do the uh, Emu act without thing, and I would attack someone in the audience. Goes, just with your hand? Yeah, it was weird. It was a weird thing. I can't, I can't believe I still... And I would grab someone and drag them by the leg and drag them across the floor and then grab their shoe and throw it over the room. <gasps> Imagine doing I did that. Imagine doing that. And I was like... How many times did you get punched? I never got punched. I got told to F off a few times. Most people went with it. And I would literally, I was dragging them across the floor. Rip their shoe off and just lob it. Like that. Um, I must have done that a couple of hundred times, man. A couple of hundred times at least. Um, some people would tell me to F off. I never got punched. You you would get a vibe quite quickly if they weren't up for it. And you'd just sort of cut it a bit short. Halfway but, across um, the floor. But yeah, I'd forgotten about that. I'd be up for it. I'd be up for it. I wouldn't pay, pay a grand. I'd go 500. But, if, but also, if it's one... I bet Paul Ross has worked with Rod Hull. He must have done. But if it's one of a collect... You know, several emus, you want the emu that attacked Parky. You yeah. want the emu that, that had a go at Richard Pryor. You want that emu. You don't want, you know... You don't want crappy... The job share, no. It turns out it's probably... They did sort of intersperse them. Oh, I wonder how many emus there are, really. How many do you need? I reckon three. When we had um, the when we had the girls, we always had three of their favourite toys. So no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's lucky did we that. did. Lucky we did because we've ended up with one left of oh, one of them. We never did that. Yeah, we had one for the wash, one for in bed with them, and then one for if heaven forbid one got lost. A lonely lighthouse keeper. Threw thousands of messages in bottles into the sea. Well, that sounds like this guy's like a like a Tinder addict before Tinder had been invented. He's just he's just swiping furiously, <laughs> including one which led to a romance with the finder. Oh, Robbie Goldsmith, seventy three, would put up to twelve bottles a week into the ocean to stave off boredom in his thirty year career. Flipping it, he's the reason that we've got um pla- we can't use plastic anymore. Yeah. This this twonk been chucking bottles into the sea willy nilly. We threw a bottle off the ferry once and we got a letter back. Did you? Yes. Saying please do not throw bottles <laughs> off of the PO property. No, it was off some kid who found it on the beach. Tosser. He spent fifty six days at a time alone in the Hanoi lighthouse. Love that. I would love that. Here's what I've decided. When this um when I've moved into my new place and I've paid off the mortgage and this career goes tits up, which is which, you know, could be sooner rather than later. I'm going off grid. Going off grid. Get I'm gonna get rid of the in- I need the internet now for work. And I need Twitter for work. And I need Facebook for work. But once once all this is ended, getting rid of it, I'm deleting my Twitter, deleting my Facebook, I'm going off grid. I'm, I'm not. I'm just not having any anything more to do with the internet because it sucks. The internet sucks, man. We don't need any of that. 50, I'm, I'm going to keep gonna... that recording just for future use. All right. Well, you won't be able to email it to me. No, but I'll be able to play it out of my car as I drive by. <laughs> well, I'm not telling you where I live. 
not, I'm not giving you my new address. It's top secret, top secret location. He spent 56 days at a time alone in the Hanoi Lighthouse off the Channel Island of Guernsey. He got hundreds of replies, including one from a German called Jutta. Jutta, living in France that led to a torrid and passionate, filthy love affair. Retired Robbie, who lives in St. Peter Port on Guernsey, said, I got transferred to Alderney Lighthouse and she came and visited me. We struck up a relationship. She was very good looking. This guy's talking, he's making this up. This is absolute bullshine. She's very good looking and apparently indiscriminate. She would just answer any old bottle. It was the sort of thing I would have dreamed about as a younger man. In a break from his relationship with Yuta, he married a former sweetheart. When they split ten years later, Yuta visited, visited him again. Mm. You wouldn't know her if she's from a different school. <laughs> but the... <laughs> oh! Bless you. But the magic had gone. Robbie left the lighthouse service 20 years ago, but his messages are still being found. <laughs> One dated November the 28th, 1993, turned up in Calais recently. Gosh, I mean, really. such a litter bug. These, these people like this disgust me. You should be fined for each one. You should be found, found, you should be found. Oh, sorry. Um, so there's royal weddings happening, and I, I really can't wait. That's why I'm going to be um, in Birmingham this weekend at a retro video game. Conference? Expo? As opposed to the town that I normally live in, which is where the royal wedding's taking place. They've asked you to clear out, haven't they? This lineup, yes. This lineup has the real look-alike of love. These are brilliant. These are absolutely brilliant. I'll show you the picture. Don't look yet. I'll show you the picture. <laughs> in there. The four Harrys and five Megans were picked from 3,000 hopefuls to be part of a royal double act. Oh, dear. Britain, Reese Whitock and Immaculada... Santisteban Serrano, Immaculada Santisteban Serrano of Spain, España, both 34, won the EasyJet competition. Well, which one is it? Flipping egg. After impressing judges, including professional Prince William lookalike Simon Watkinson with their waving and proposal skills, they rode past Buckingham Palace in open carriage. So basically, there's four ginger blokes with big bushy ginger beards and five dark-haired women i mean they are the worst i mean i did a i did a tv show for sky with a prince harry and prince william look like they were pretty ropey but these guys take the lady's finger they're awful look at the teeth on them they're just they're just they're just people yes they're just they're just people they're just people um, That's all they are. It's outrageous. Gosh. I mean, they look, he looks like Ed Sheeran. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. He looks like my Uncle Pete. Okay. Just You're just saying people we don't know. Good <laughs> evening, Poros. Come here. Do you ever work with Rod Hull and Emu? 
Uh, I interviewed him once when he was in Panto in South End, and he was fantastic because he, we went out for a beer, yeah. and he had like a shout, and he only had a coffee, but he took a carrier bag with him, and he said, what's this? And people recognised him, and every now and again, he'd say to them, he knows, he moves in there, and then he'd shake it, and everybody jumped away from him. Isn't that funny? And he, he was great on the charity, he loved buying second-hand books in charity shops. Really? Lovely fella, lovely fella, yeah. Yeah, I, do you know what, I'm, 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 I wish he was, he was still around, it'd be nice to get him on, wouldn't it? And then my on? slightly prouder boast is, yeah. I was producing The Word when I booked him alongside Snoop Dogg. And Snoop Dogg oh. was in an interesting state yeah. and didn't quite... I think he knew it was a puppet, but didn't. And in the end, he said, get that mo-flipping bird away from me, <laughs> pulled it down and put his foot on the bird's neck oh. to keep it in place. <laughs> it's on YouTube. Oh, I'm having that <laughs> The Snoop stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, a I, funny night, that oh, was. <laughs> I think... I, I, do you know that rings a bell? And, of course, Chris Ron Hull was fearless, as we like when he attacked Parky. Yeah. yeah. He didn't give up on it. It was just a great... Did he not? Yeah, it was like the Crips of the Bloods, but one and, was a stuffed bird. And that's <laughs> the thing. With, 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 with him, I always think of, like, the, the, the kids stuff like the pink windmill and st- that kind of slightly naff stuff and you're right i was thinking about this with parking the fact that he attacked the queen mother's flowers he was he was <laughs> fearless yes, yeah. he was fe- he was yeah. nuts to yeah. go and go yeah. and do that yeah. uh what's in your show tonight mr on Lewis? the show tonight we're talking dan busters we are talking buckingham uh, palace garden parties and we're oh. talking the release on this day in history of two of the greatest albums of all time coincidentally on this day pet sounds and blonde on blonde were both oh. released 52 years ago today so a bit of a tribute to those two I love the Beach Boys. I love the Beach Boys. I, 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 do you know what? I struggle with Pet Sounds. I find it quite full. I prefer Sunflower. Sunflower That's for me is yeah. the one where, you know... It's Although I love... I've got the, the Pet Sounds box set, yeah, which I'm sure you yeah. have. And when they got the lyrics, the Beach Boys didn't like seeing, like, instead of I know there's an answer, they say, hang on to your yeah. ego. Yeah. And the, Brian, what the hell is this? Trombone Dixie. Trombone Dixie. Trombone Dixie's great. But yeah, hang on to your ego. So, Brian, we're not, we can't sing stuff, <laughs> songs about ego. We're the Beach Boys. <laughs> I love it. Paul, thank you very Marvelous. much, mate. Paul will be on at one o'clock, as he often is. Uh, you have been listening to Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle, uh, the late night alternative. We are here every Monday to Friday, 10 o'clock at night until one. Don't forget, you can go and download the podcast, the phone call that we had with um, Lacey from last week. Is up as a, a podcast, and also Pete Heat, the magician, if you want some of that. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Thank you for calling. We will be back tonight at 10. Until then, from us, ta-ta! <laughs>